Did. And we're no. live. <laughs> uh, PKA episode 228. We have two sponsors tonight, but no goddamn guest. This episode Fuck. of Race Wars is being brought to you, first of all, by Crunchyroll.com. Crunchyroll I'm sure uh, they're going to love this ad. They're going to love it. <laughs> <clears throat> Crunchyroll.com slash PK. That's how you, uh, that's our code, folks. That's how you get 30 days of uh, premium for free with zero ads. Uh, Crunchyroll.com is the world's largest repository of online anime. 1080p quality, uh, zero ads, as I said before. And they've got a few featured shows that they, uh, they wanted us to let you guys know about this month. They rolled out some new shows. So they've got Gintama, they've got Nisei Koi, and Kuroko's Base, uh, Basketball 3. So those are the th three new shows for this month. Do you like my pronunciation? Did I nail it? Yeah. I, it yes. Thank you. Uh, so much. whether you've got a tablet, your phone, or you've got an uh, you know an Xbox One or an Apple TV, it doesn't really matter because uh, Crunchyroll work, works with pretty much any device. So uh, Crunchyroll.com/pka. Once again, that's uh, free for thirty days with zero ads. So that's a pretty good deal. We're uh, fucking. We have awesome. another sponsor tonight. And I really like these guys. We're talking about Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website. I really like them both. Or online <laughs> store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter offer code PKA at checkout. A better web starts with your website. These people are, uh, are pretty cool. They make really professional websites, and they're quite affordable. I think plans start off at $8 a month. That comes with a free domain name if you sign up for a year. Uh, we all saw um, that, that wonderful website they made for uh, the dude. I really <laughs> like that. That was really cool. So if you're in the market for a website, online, port online portfolio or uh, online store, uh, Squarespace. I'm proud of our sponsors. It's really cool. Like we've come a long way from like, you know, random YouTube channels. Like if you're into anime, best on the planet. If you He's need a, got 1080p quality. <laughs> if you need a, a, a website. Call <laughs> of Duty. Skyrim. He's got a Let's Play coming out soon. <laughs> With 16,000 subscribers. <laughs> uh, if you're into anime, nobody beats Crunchyroll. If you need a website, nobody beats Squarespace. Check these guys out. There's links in the description. You're absolutely right. You're you're 100 percent there. They are uh, leaders in their fields, respectively. Yeah, and it's cool that uh, that's where we are now. Absolutely. So we were supposed to have Chris Hansen tonight, and I, I don't think uh, we've completely called him uh, a no-show yet. Although we ha he is over an hour late. I swear he's an hour late, over an hour Guys, late. As you settle down, we didn't pay him for this. So Wait, it's not like he's yes, we did. Yes, we did. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So so here's the story. Um. I think Chiz originally found that Chris Hansen um, had, his, had this Kickstarter thing to, to kind of reboot to catch a predator. It's called uh, Hansen versus Predator, I think. And, uh, and, we were, and I noticed that for 500 bucks, or maybe Chiz noticed, uh, we had the same idea that for 500 bucks we could get half an hour with this guy. And uh, we, we actually pledged that money. We tweeted about it a bit. And Chiz got in touch with Chris Hansen's people, and they thought it would be great for him to come on the show and, and you know, promote the whole thing and maybe give us more than you know, just the 30 minutes, hang out for a while and do a full-on hour or so interview. So he's supposed to be here tonight, uh, but he's, he's been a no-show thus far, so it's possible he'll pop in. Uh, then it's possible that he he's won't. not responding uh, on Skype. His agent's not responding. We may have a Hodor situation here. You should title the video Chris Hansen question mark so that <laughs> all the people who are watching this right now still don't know if he's coming tonight because none of us here know. Yes, we don't know. We did. did. And they won't fast forward or drag <laughs> the track to see. They won't do that. Uh, to be fair, Chris Hansen could just be 
dealing with some deviant right now. You know, I'm sure he does that in his free time, too. He should just be dealing with three deviants right now. Anything nefarious happening? Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I hate that. People will post in, like, the first five minutes. They'll be like, oh, at the end, Taylor's really drunk. And it's just like, why didn't you let it properly develop? You needed to see mellow Taylor. You needed to see belligerent Taylor. <laughs> He needed to see zany Taylor and then sleepy the Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Swing right into full-blown lefty-hating Taylor. <laughs> if you do that, then you, you don't get a full grasp of the situation. That's many people's favorite episode. It's also many people's least favorite episode. The episode, Me of included. course... Yeah. <laughs> I... Love it. And, and I, I think I like it and appreciate it more because I had internet issues that night and I wasn't on... I was on for like the first 20 minutes of the show. I knew that you were drinking. I knew you were, you were throwing some jabs lefties way. But it was the next day before I knew like the shit had hit the fan. Yeah. And, uh, I, texted Taylor, <laughs> I was texting with Taylor after I'd seen a bit of it. And I was like, dude, what happened? He was, he's like, that is literally the drunkest I have ever been in my life. And I was just like, all right, fuck it then. You know, who cares? Uh, anything you say when you're that drunk, I don't, uh, it doesn't really matter. And let's be honest, everything he said was true. <laughs> Who knows? I don't. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's true. Why is everybody afraid to admit that? I, I swear, I wanted to explain what mind. happened with the lefty leaving thing. I was even like practicing it in my head in the car, but I'm afraid it's a boring accounting. Taylor doesn't even want to back up his own words, and I'm out here like, yeah, fuck lefty. He sucked <laughs> Here's what happened. I, I swear I can nail this in like 30 or 40 seconds. Good, because we're on very strict time constraints here. <laughs> so, so uh, Lefty was an equal partner in the show. We split it three ways. Taylor was not on the show at the time. And um, when you split things three ways, the expenses get split three ways and the revenues get split, split three ways. I forget what month it was, but for hypothetically, for examples, let's say it was June and July. So in June, he was a partner where we split everything up. And in July, he became an employee where we paid him a, a set amount. The nice thing about being an employee or contractor is you don't need to know or care about the expenses. So here's what Lefty did. He said for June, there was this money pledged toward Patreon that we received in July, but it was pledged in June. Therefore, I should get a cut of that. And we said, all right. But there were attorney's fees and LLC setup fees and all these things that we rushed because you were so contract oriented that were like sort of set up in June that we were billed for in July. And Lefty's idea was, no, 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 no. I want all the, the money coming in pledged in June like we were equal partners. But those bills we pay in July, I'm an employee for that. I don't want any part of the bills. I only want my full third of the money that came in. And I, it Riveting. Was, <laughs> so that's long, long story short like he was just asking way too much of us and many of the things that taylor said while he was ha he was um drinking that episode were very much true and on point so maybe uh, Left lefty was a was a nice guy he's a great guy but he was a terrible uh negotiator he, he wanted way too much out of the situation and we, uh, that's unless he wanted out at which point he got what he wanted absolutely and if yeah. that's what he wanted like he, he could have been less of an asshole about it, right? Instead of trying yeah, to fuck us the, with his negotiation at every term and threaten to quit weekly. I hated <laughs> negotiating with Lefty so much because every conversation ended with, well, I just don't feel comfortable, so I'm not going to do any more work going forward until this issue is resolved. It's just like, shit, man. Like, come, 
we were just having a friendly conversation while playing Civilization Five. Like, like, and now everything's like locked down. Like it's a fucking strike. Like he's gonna send the like. I, I, am I gonna have to bring scab labor in to to like work for Lefty? Like, what is this shit? <laughs> yeah, it was always everything. Every corner was threatening a strike or threatening to quit. And uh, in the end, it was just like, dude, just fucking. Be, you know, I'll give you everything you want. I'll pay you all the June revenue that was promised, and you won't have to pay any of the July expenses. Fine. You get everything. And I also accept your resignation. And, and that's how it ended. I felt how kind long of, was he on the show? Like, as a host? I don't even know. I don't hmm. even know either. I, I, I don't know. Um, one of the things, I don't know if I've ever said this on the show. I've told both of you before, but, like, the situation, as I remember it, and my memory's a little foggy, at this time period in my life but what i remember is that i was traveling a lot and uh and 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 just running around the country everywhere doing all these road trips and i just kept missing pkas because i'd be doing five six day road trips and it just rolled right through the the block of time we used uh so wings brought lefty in uh because he was someone that wings was familiar with i suppose and lefty sort he was of available a lot he was available a lot he was he was mm -hmm. and, and that's a that's a huge uh, uh, quality to have. As you can see, Chris Hansen, he doesn't have that quality. Yeah. Oh, Chris Hansen update. He's not here. No. Still. <laughs> so, um, so when I came back more full time, when I started traveling a little bit less and doing more stuff uh, you know, nearby, I never was introduced to Lefty. Me too. No one ever said, hey, Kyle, this is Lefty or even you know, maybe the guy's real name. Um, which we won't I, say. I don't. Do you know his real name? You've told me like yeah. three times, and I've known it because I think that like he and I had some correspondence on one of his accounts that was his real name. It's it, it's it's not a secret that I'm like, ooh, I really want to know or anything like that. But it was just the fact that like I never got to know his real name even. Like like he certainly knew my name was Kyle. Like, but but I never knew Lefty's name. I still don't know what state he lives in or is you know. Uh, so you just never got introduced to him, and then after a little bit, it's just you've passed that critical point of when it's awkward to be like, "Hey, yeah. let's backtrack to when it we should like have done this." It was like we became coworkers who who ne who like didn't like pierce that veil of uh, awkwardness. What is your girlfriend doing back there? I have to ask. Uh, setting up to play video games. Okay, all right. Can you move so slightly to your left? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what, can you go like this? <laughs> Come on, Taylor. The, all, all the viewers are on my side with this. <laughs> so I, I never had anything against Lefty. It was just that I never really got to know the guy. And uh, <coughs> there toward the end, actually, when we started doing some PKA plays type stuff and I got more into PC gaming, I was playing a lot of games with Lefty and I had a lot of fun doing that. But uh, the dynamic on the show, I didn't think was exactly what I liked uh, out of him. Um, and that's nothing personal; it's a business thing. And I, um, I don't know. Business-wise, it was just it was just too difficult to 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 deal with him. I, I think I put it pretty well on Reddit one time. I said we we couldn't afford Lefty. That's why he's no longer on the show. He was the only one. We lo we were losing money, and he was making it. So yeah, there was a couple months where it was like. It took like three yeah, pay I, cycles or something for, for Woody and I to like make back the money that we had invested into the show and, and like, you know, get, get our head above water. So we actually made a profit at all. And, and, but Lefty like got like, I don't know, like two grand or something. Like it, was, it seemed like a lot. I forget what it was. We, but yeah, he, 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 did, he did fine for the few months before he was gone. You know, it would have been better in the long run to have stayed around. But, uh, you know. Yeah, we could do the weather. That would be good. I feel like Lefty would be a real good weather guy. 
um, yeah, in terms of his performance on the show, I mean, I hate to do like a lefty tear obsession. Sometimes I thought he was great. Right. He, he would, um, you know, I, I don't know. He, he would disagree with us. He would have his points, etc. Other times I felt like, you know, in the perfect version of the show or a YouTube commentary for that matter, I felt like, like if you hit perfection, you're putting seven minutes of content in five minutes. At the end of it, they should be wishing there was more. It shouldn't be a job to make it through the thing. It should be, you know, go, go, go. And uh, I felt like sometimes he was like filibustering in Congress, you know, just say, hey, we got four hours to fill. I'm going to spend, you know, this much time talking about, a, a, you know, with very little change in topic. And it was like, no, dude, burn it, burn it. I'd rather have two topics in 10 minutes than one. <clears throat> yeah. So, but, are those are are all those people that are burning stuff in Baltimore thugs, Woody? Yes. Yeah, and, and specifically the way that you asked it, are the ones burning stuff? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I know all of those 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 gentlemen wearing the suits and ties trying to tell people to stop burning stuff aren't aren't uh, thugs. I know that those people who stood in front of the police to shield them from the protesters throwing rocks aren't thugs. I know that all those guys pretty much holding signs and, you know, chanting we want justice aren't thugs they're just they they can see that their community's been wronged by the powers that be and they're trying to uh peacefully demonstrate which is what uh, one of the core you know uh one of the cornerstones of this country one of the things that we're founded upon is that is, is the right to be able to do that meanwhile there's a lot of thugs out there criminals that's I, they're let, fucking let's look, awful they're fucking awful like i, I was saying before the show started it, let's play the pizza man video uh, if you want to we can go straight to it um, I, it seemed like you had something to interject, but but I really I, it just like came to me. I was like pizza man video. You're right. <laughs> we watched it earlier in it, and you put it well. It's sobering after watching that. It, oh, it is. It, you guys will see it in a second. Well, well, I was gonna say something. Um, it's easy to feel disconnected. Oh, they're on Reddit right now. Like all the top posts and stuff as we record this are about how the coverage isn't fair. How in reality, it's all these peaceful people going, they're just focused on a couple of, you know, bad apples here and there. No, people on Reddit are saying this? They are. Wow. <laughs> but the thing is, like last I, the last thing I heard, this is a day old stats, PKA stats you might say, 15 burnt buildings and 117 burnt cars. Woody, that's just a couple of no good nicks here and there. It's <laughs> they're just... They're just blowing <laughs> off steam, Woody. That's all. Fifteen yeah. Yeah, this, buildings. Yeah, this pizza guy sitting on his ivory tower, uh, selling stock <laughs> in his pizza place, sitting on his mounds of money, all that 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 pepperoni cash he's sitting on, and yeah, he, he has the audacity to, you to think be of the man, well off. When you think of the man, you think of this uh, this this pizza shop owner. I think of this immigrant who started a business with his own <laughs> two hands and yeah. built it up, and then is just like distraught in the video, just kind of like. Still in shock, looking around at what he his livelihood ruined. Yeah, by a bunch of assholes. Um, I'm almost done setting up the scene. I should have done this in advance, but we're super close. It's um yeah. That's I, I don't know enough about the situation over there to comment intelligibly about it, but it does seem like it's kind of the same old thing where there's well, a I, bunch of people causing shit, and there's a bunch of people not causing shit. And everybody has an agenda about it. Nobody can say that, oh, you know, there's a lot of shitty people there, and we're not denying that. But then there's a lot of people doing, you know, just trying to get their, their voices heard. It's all either they're all thugs and criminals, or they're all just, you know, standing there singing songs about, you know, working together. You Kumbaya. Know, Kumbaya and yeah, all yeah, yeah. over Baltimore. And it's like, this is, this is ridiculous. 
And also people saying that all the footage, and I've only seen a couple short clips, to be fair, saying the footage is all cherry-picked. Like, these scenes that they're showing are too big to be cherry-picked. Like, the, yeah. the, the media is not running around like, aha, there's a guy who's, you know, spray-painting on a fire hydrant. Look at this thug. Like, <laughs> like huge panoramas of mayhem. And then also <laughs> huge panoramas of, you know, people just standing there protecting cops. I saw that, that yeah. picture. You guys ready? I'm queued up at zero. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Ready, set, play. What do you guys hear this guy? I just noticed the second floor is burnt out. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. All right. I'm like two seconds behind. I hit a button by accident. They even stole the sodas. They were rioting yeah. so hard they, were, they got thirsty and needed refreshments. They, they looted a CVS. Yeah. I just yeah, all the good stuff. Yes. <laughs> well, look at the, I mean, they smashed this guy's phones, and it looks like they broke into his safe or tried to. But like, even his electron, like the phone, right? Like that's just an old school desk phone. And they had to wreck it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was just indiscriminate destruction. It looks like like they weren't thinking or calculating any of this. It was just a tidal wave of you know badness. Really. He's a bit difficult to understand. His English isn't great, but he's saying that basically that he wanted to get out and get his niece to safety, and the cop wouldn't uh, walk him to his car. He told him to lock himself inside the store, which ended up being burned down. Fourteen-year-old girl. She said. Then a 14-year-old girl sprays him with lighter fluid and says, yes. burn the pizza man. You think they would have killed you? Yes, yes. If I don't run for my, for the, my car and the traffic light was person. red and it was grouchy by the traffic So he jumps light, in his car and the, process, and the people start lighting paper from the trash on fire and throwing it into the car. Because they throw paper there from the trash can, it was on fire, they throw it inside the car. So they put Why were they trying to kill lighter fluid on him and then threw Zippos at him in flaming paper? Well, that, that, that's what the text said, but what he just said was that they were lighting trash, from, lighting paper from the fire and throwing that in there, and he had to throw that out the passenger side. And he's covered with lighter fluid. Yeah. Yeah, these people aren't going to just throw the, zip, the Zippos. What I'm going to do is I'm going to secure my building very good. Get a get like weapon license and everything to, to save myself in this neighborhood. You're gonna get a gun, yes. Yes, I'm gonna get a license. You know, I'm trying to save myself because with situation yesterday, yesterday, I can't be dead. Nobody will help me. Nobody will help me. At least walk to my car. And that was the cool. That was the the most uh, sobering part, I guess. He's like, nobody would help me even to get to my car. We, we talked over it, but he asked the police for help, and the police said, "Hey, shut the door." And, I mean, it's a glass door. That didn't work. Mm -hmm. And he had to fight his way to his car. And while he, he fought his way to his car, while covered with lighter fluid, and these attempted homicidal maniacs were throwing lit pieces of paper at him. And Kyle read Zippos. That's, that's seriously fucked up. Yeah, that's like, that's beyond the pale. They raided the I, CVS. I, they stole everything but the Father's Day cards. I really don't know if this would be oh, happening. Would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, shit. I didn't oh, even make terrible. that up, which makes me not funny and racist. But <laughs> oh, how terrible of you. Oh, you um, I lost no such a train of thought after that. God damn. 
Yikes. Uh, it's terrible. So oh, I was going to say, I don't know if this would happen to this level in, in like somewhere like Atlanta. I don't know, somewhere where, where they didn't have as... Like that guy mentioned getting a weapon, like getting a weapons license. He's in Baltimore, Maryland. Those are some pretty stiff gun laws. I feel like most of the shopkeepers here in Atlanta, like the ones who might own a pizza place or something like that, I bet there's a lot of guns around here. Mm-hmm. Bars here. Everywhere here. Yeah. Heck, one of my shotguns is from a bar. Yeah. I had to clean it all up. It had like liquor in it. and like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like... <laughs> they were doing like on Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> they had loaded it up to shoot liquor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it like that was that's the guy you know he's like yeah here it is it was cheap and he's like but you gotta like i had to lube it and everything and, and sort of clean it out because uh, it had had like scotch and whatever spilled on it over the years so i see you uh you know you changed your whole viewpoint over there you're you're looking at the room from a different angle you said you got the the windows kind of in front of you now on, on like either side yeah and so i like it I previously like my desk was on that wall and mm -hmm. uh, you guys saw that with the little door, which is on that wall. But uh, <laughs> that's a creepy little door. But the trouble was, I, while facing this way, I had a window over here, and the sun sets there, and it, it would like shine in on me in a like. It, it was horrific. It was worse than you. The, the vampire in me was dying. So uh, so now <laughs> I am centered between two windows, and uh, and it's much better. Woody made an appearance on a uh, local newscast. Today. I did. I did WRAL or WRHAL or something. I think it's yeah, WRAL. I, uh, I watched it. I saw your tweet. I watched it. Uh, I'm I, kind I of a big earlier. deal. I'll say it again. You were looking sharp. You Damn nice, straight. <laughs> he, he's got this nice blue button up shirt. Someone definitely ironed that motherfucker. It's, uh, it's, he's got his hair on point. He's even kind of like spritzed down a bit of that. Uh, <laughs> it's recovering. <laughs> that, that front part to make it a little bit more Caucasian, if you will. And uh, it, it, you're looking nice, and you were funny. You know, you you always kind of tell that story the same way, and it it it, it was cool to to see on the on TV. Yeah. What story did you tell? Yeah, uh, it was about swatting. So what happened is recently in this area. Um, a kid in Cary, who's like, like Cary, Apex, and Raleigh are kind of three towns in a row. And um, someone from Cary got swatted, and they got the 911 call and everything. And uh, I had also been swatted, and I was local, so they interviewed me and, and uh, talked about the dangers and potential dangers of it. It really was a big deal. I could have died. It, yeah, totally. Like, not just, like, a lot of people, when they get swatted, the police come in and they pull them off their chair, but they're, like, still on the keyboard or, or something. Or they, you know, answer the door. Um, I answered a door with a gun in my hand. And yeah. the, the police officer, they interviewed him. And he said something close to, like, you know, fortunately, he realized we were the police very quickly. And then they, like, cut straight to me saying they had those riot gear helmets on and that said Atex Police, like, on their forehead. They, it was either the, they had like a riot shield and then the riot helmet. If you guys are familiar with like the black outfits and uh, it was just like police was printed all over their gear. So I could tell who it was. And so, but yeah. Yeah. It, it's pretty scary. Yep. And, it's dangerous when you put someone in that situation. That's why I always tell fans like, don't ever come fuck with me. Like, like it, it would be dangerous. I could accidentally shoot you. Like if you were to like come and fuck with me and try to pull some April fool's day, like prank, like I carry a gun. Like, like, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm cautious. It's just it's not fun. And, and and if you were to and 
you know, you're doing the worst thing you could possibly do when you're sending like a fucking SWAT team to somebody's house. You're sending like, you're sending a bunch of fuck it. You're yeah. a SWAT team. I don't, I don't yeah. dumb it down anymore. Than that. It's a SWAT team. <laughs> I have no idea what the guy's motivations are, right? He might really <laughs> like me and just think it's, you know, funny to see me in that situation, right? Like typically the motivation is to get the guy pulled off his chair. He might love all my videos and et cetera. He might really dislike me, right? He might be like, I'm going to do this because it'll ruin Woody's night. But I doubt he wanted my children to be childless, or I'm sorry, fatherless, and my, my wife to be a widow. Like, I, don't, I don't know. The internet's a rough place. I, I suspect that wasn't his motivation. I like to think I mean, it there's wasn't. people yeah, from the not. internet that I wish that upon. I mean, come oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. There are some people that need a good dying. But, <laughs> but, uh, but I don't. Not a killing. Now, there's a difference. We, just, we don't want anybody to do anything uh, violent. We just want, like, we want them to trip and fall into, like, some new kind of glue that the government's testing out while a steamroller just happens to go haywire and they get, you know, smushed like a tube of toothpaste from one end to the other, like in a cartoon or something. Some of them weren't living healthy lifestyles in the first place. And I swear I'm not talking about wings. Don't get this twisted. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind just seeing them get into that DUI car crash that they're going to have soon. Yeah, there's um, with Wings' case, <laughs> and, uh, and Wings' case. Uh, to be honest, like my, my hopes for him, like what I I dream for is like for for like him to go silent on YouTube and on the internet for like eighteen months, and then to just like reemerge as Super Wings and and be like a fit two hundred forty pounds or something. Wouldn't that be, be neat? Like, yeah, yeah. To be, to be like I was worried about the loose skin, but. Now I've got these 30-inch biceps. So. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Turns out <laughs> it's not loose at all. When... <laughs> I can just sail like one of those squirrels. <laughs> I would like Wings to, to get, get ripped, to get super pumped, and, uh, and, and become like a professional wrestler called the Garbage Man. Like, like from, like, like from uh, It's Always Sunny. Remember when Frank was the Garbage Man? I'd love that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I want Wings to be the Garbage Man. <laughs> well, he couldn't just steal a name from... A show that you just referenced now. That's no, that's what I clever. want. <laughs> no, that's, I don't no, no. <laughs> no, I want him to recreate that exact scene. That's one of my favorite episodes, I think, with the warbirds and the, and the whole thing. Where they look like chickens. Yeah, I haven't watched that one in forever. <laughs> yeah, I forget how many episodes of that show there are. I did end up watching the newest season, though. I, I liked it. There were a couple ones that were just so over-the-top silly that it almost took you out of it. Yeah. But I like Dennis in this season more than most other seasons because it's like even more psycho like just not psychopathic something about something about always sunny i like to watch the characters that aren't talking like they just i i get bigger laughs out of watching like dennis or or charlie especially charlie who's the old guy danny devito's character Frank. frank 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 when frank watches the other character like d talk it's always like (laughs) <laughs> it kills me, man. Right? Yeah, he's confused. He's watching. I'm sure he's acting like he's working, but yeah. it yeah, it yeah. cracks me up. It, it, I I like watching those guys when I like and, and, like. There's a good scene where like um, Charlie and uh, and Mac are, are are in prison visiting Mac's father, who's you know on the other side of the glass, and Mac is saying all this stuff to him, uh, and and Charlie's over there like. No, like, like <laughs> every time he says Charlie, Charlie will just be. It's just like really uh, subtle stuff with his face or with his eyes. He'll just. <laughs> that's funny. Just lots of that. Stuff. I love it. I love that. That that's one of my favorite shows. Uh, and I love that there's a huge library of it because, like, every maybe every two or three months, I'll go back and just watch it all again. Uh, that's did you see? Often. This, 
Yeah, I watch it a lot. I've seen every episode four or five times. The um, did you see that Seinfeld got uh? Yes. One hundred and eighty million dollars for one hundred and eighty episodes. Uh, I saw it as seven hundred thousand an episode. I'm not sure which is right, but either way, it's amazing. Hulu bought the Seinfeld library. It's uh, I don't know if you know Seinfeld. It's a show that's really well acted but poorly (laughs) written. (laughs) And uh, um, anyway, Seinfeld is fucking rich now. I wonder if they're all rich. Like, did does um. I know a bit about this. So, so Larry David, really rich. Larry David's so rich that Howard Stern makes fun of him for being rich. Like, like, <laughs> like Stern signed like a half a billion dollar contract a couple years ago, and he's like, well, come on, let's talk about that money. <laughs> he's like, ah, I don't have that much money. He's like, but for real, come on, now let's talk about that money. Like, he wouldn't even talk about it. Larry David's got to be like close to around a billionaire or something. Seinfeld. Also, uh, made, probably just crossed it. We Seinfeld made. Up. He made about the same as Larry David off the show, also getting up there in the hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, Elaine already had some money, but her payday from the show was less than what she thought it should be when she was interviewed not too long ago. Uh, I think George has said similar things, and uh, who knows what Kramer's thinking after. <laughs> like, he just keeps his fucking mouth shut and does whatever Jerry tells him about to do. anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, when Jerry calls him, he's, he's yes, sir. Yeah, like, Any more work for me? <laughs> he's got a few choice words hey, about man, Baltimore. Can you get me one of those B movies? Like I could be like a frog or something. Come on, <laughs> he's, he's willing to do anything. I'll do uh, anything. Do, is he really racist? No, I don't know. I watched that clip, and Probably. all that it looked like to me is a comedian who was bombing, and he was just j- just grasping at straws, trying to get a shock screaming. laugh to get himself rolling. Yes, yeah, screaming. It, it was not handled well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was handled very, very poorly. But you could tell that he was just trying his hardest to get a rise, any kind of reaction, because the audience was like, they had hit, up on. They had hit a real soft spot on him when they when they started talking about his shows post Seinfeld being failures and stuff, and sort of call, started calling his calling him out on his comedy career and his chops, and and they clearly hurt his feelings mm-hmm. because he turned into a child and like started using racial slurs. Um, I don't, I don't know. He could be racist. I don't fucking know. I mean, he used racial slip. I, I, I knew a guy who played on my high school football team. This is a long, long time ago. And, uh, he started asking his black teammates for things to say that would bother the opposing team. He's like, I need some real racial shit. You know, (laughs) like what would hurt your feelings? And, uh, um, this particular guy did turn out to be racist, but pretending that he didn't, I can see how like he was just... He's trying to use it as a tool, like as a revenge. He, he was lacking anything better to throw at these guys. And uh, he's like, you know, what can I say? What can I say? Someone told me to say something against British people. What is the term for like a, a low-class British person? Is it chive or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's chive. One. Yeah, chive, yeah. Is it chive? Get I Kitty to confirm thing. it. Do you call them like, is it like, is it like a dandy? Like a foppish dandy. Those uh, sound like British words. I, I, <laughs> a huckleberry. Yeah, a real huckleberry, that fellow. British lower class. I'm waiting on a response here. Names. Is it? They call them dentists. <laughs> British lower class slur. I think that's what I'm looking for. List of ethnic slur. Um, Chav. C H A V. It's Chad. Ah, good. Yeah, I was seeing the website. Then maybe that was confusing me. I think it's pronounced with the hard C, like Chad. What is a Chav? Just like a douche. 
Yeah, I, I, if I think if you're British, then you're like, like it, it's a particular kind of douche, you know. Like, like if I were to say redneck versus thug versus I don't know white trash, like you, they, like you'd identify, you'd have a better, you know, view of all those guys. If I said uh, dirt road white girl, you'd be like, yes, I know what that is. Um, and I think Chav is that, although I don't know exactly what Chav is. I, I think they're. Yeah. Somewhat violent. It sounds like what you would call the kind of person who wears those plastic sunglasses that don't have lenses and just like there you go. That go yeah, down. and and, and like, uh, like, um, like like wind, uh, wind, what, what do you call them? Um, like 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 a windbreaker, like a full windbreaker suit. Oh, a full like a, a track suit, a full yes. track suit, all yeah. in one color. Felt, really Puma, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's Imagine a Wikipedia glasses. page about Chav. <laughs> It's a young lower class person who displays brash and loudish behavior and wears real or imitation designer clothes. Um, so are they lower class or is it kind of like, is it like their version of hipsters almost where the people who are hipsters here pretend to be lower class but really they have plenty of money and try really hard to look vintage. I, Maybe like rich people over there are being chavish now. Everything I'm seeing is that it's actually lower class. This is like wow. a, a particular kind of super fashionable. I thought they were violent. I don't know. I don't know how we no. got on the topic of Chav. You think they're not violent? That's the thing. Uh, Every they, they stage peaceful protests. Very little, <laughs> you know, lighter throwing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they do. Who knows? I, I thought violent was part of it, although not seeing anything that backs that up. But yeah, I, I forget how we got on the term Chav. Um, talking about the British something British You're lower class about people insulting things to call. Oh yeah, person. black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the football, high school football. Oh school. right, right, right. Oh oh oh. Quick update on Chris Hansen. Still not here. Not here. Oh, not here. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say something different that time, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you got me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have asthma or something. I'm gonna die. Um. Yeah. All right. Do you want a new topic? I've got this uh, Russian guy. It's pretty fucked Russian up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um. I have a drunk Russian man in a video. He he yells for someone to throw something to him, and uh, and that somebody does. I thought it was pretty funny. I I haven't seen this video, but I'm gonna wager things don't go as planned. <laughs> Hold on. Let me flip over the. Oh, God. <laughs> well, the title's a bit of a giveaway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes but they a don't... log to the face. And well, I don't think this is going to be the kind of video that Kyle showed me on the internet on Motherless. Not that kind of log. This is going to be a different kind of log. What did Not I as do gross. Wrong? Probably more painful. PKA big screen. Mayweather or Pacquiao? Pacquiao. Pacquiao. I don't know. Wow. Huh. I say Mayweather. Um, I don't know anything about boxing. I say Mayweather by decision. I uh, I like to pretend that I know something about boxing. Um, I, shit, I'm trying to... Well, what I'm sure you know say? more than we do, Woody, like as far as just who's good, who's not. They're both like world-renowned <coughs> names. They're both legends. Uh, some people say... Let me just stop this for a second. I'll come back. Um... Some people say that Pacquiao has lost a step more so than Mayweather. Like, we're not seeing the prime version of either of them, so that's a thing. But in terms of how age has affected their style, some people say that Pacquiao has been affected more because he's lost a fight or two. I forget how many. Um, me, see, Pacquiao's a southpaw, and 
Mayweather does this thing. They call it the shoulder roll. But basically, when he, when he, most people fight like this, right? I was trained to box like this. And you get your hands up. I kind of blind myself, but I might be an idiot. Anyway, Mayweather does something different. He fights with his this. He's got it like he hits, and then he's always defending his chin with his shoulder. It makes it really hard to hit him. The thing is, he's fighting a southpaw. So that thing about defending his, sh- his chin with his shoulder is gone. He's going to be hit from this side. That's the power shot. And that's why I like Pacquiao. I think Mayweather's style is not geared towards southpaw. I read somewhere that he was having trouble with southpaws, but... Um, I think Mayweather has been figuring out how to beat up Manny Pacquiao for several years now, and he's he's you know in a laboratory somewhere. <laughs> Remember that 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 uh, that that rap video where like it's like Eminem and Dr. Dre are like creating Fifty Cent in a laboratory, and like he's in there doing like those uh, those those sit ups where you're hanging upside down, and they're just like yeah yeah. That's that's what Mayweather's been doing the last few years for Pacquiao. I feel like I it's, I'm sure they're both training really hard. I I'm sure. I wonder how. Um, like steroid tested they are like that i'm curious i don't about care that. at all i don't care at all no. in that sport let them do like, it make it a better they should, fight they should put spikes on the gloves for all i care like mm-hmm. I, <laughs> special power-ups you know what's changed my opinion on that being friends with joe joe's a clean fighter and this is ufc not not boxing and but it's like ah oh, joe's gonna be clean all you other assholes have to be clean too also um like i've seen joe after fights and stuff like that and and as a fan Everything just like stops the minute they shift the camera to the next fight. It's over, right? But as a friend, like there's something going on in the back room. You wonder how hurt they are. You wonder like, you know, you worry about permanent damage and stuff like that. And it, it I don't know. It, it's, it's changed the way that I look at fights. Yeah. Um, well, I say Mayweather by decision. Say I have a five bucks on this with Lowe's on and he says Mayweather too. Um, Does he, did he mention knockout or decision? He didn't. Uh, I don't think Mayweather's going to knock him out. I think Mayweather's going to backpedal, try and get decision points for 12 th- rounds or whatever. I think he's going to dodge so many goddamn punches that, that Pacquiao's going to be tired by the end of, like, I don't even know how many rounds they fight, too, like a, like a dozen or something. Like, it just goes on and on forever until someone dies normally. I, uh, shoulder roll's so not going to work, baby. Shoulder roll's not going to work. Pacquiao's going to catch him on the chin, and he's going to knock him out. And then there may or may not be a rematch. We'll see. It's a lot of money. Um, I, I, I think it's, like, it's automatic rematch mm-hmm. if Mayweather loses. Uh, I've heard that. I, I think Joe said that. But, um, you know, there's a lot of people are like, yeah, that might be a thing, but whatever. He'll just not automatic rematch him. Like, you know. Oh. I, I, was, I assumed there was a contract that was binding. Is Floyd Mayweather like I don't I don't know if this is just like a joke online that I came across, but can he not read? Is there like a real thing? <laughs> no, he can't. He, no, can't. he can't fucking read. He can't fucking what? read. Look, hang on, look, hang on, I'll get a video for you. Just just He's may, ter- let's watch, maybe we should watch the Russian log video and then like we'll follow that up with Floyd Mayweather not being able to read. I'm ready to That's for the Russian unreal. log video. Are you I'm ready? Up at zero, yes. Are you ready, Taylor? I'm ready. Ready, set. Play. What's he saying, Kyle? Throw it! <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
<laughs> and he said, give it to me. <laughs> so there's a Russian gentleman trying to open what looks like the Russian version of a 40, which is probably like a 70. And he drops that, and then he just holds his hand up like he's trying to catch a beach ball. So like three feet apart, and then this guy throws a huge log at him, and it goes clear between his hands, just right through. He wasn't even in the, in the vicinity of catching it, and it just knocks him out. Nobody's, nobody's, rushing his, yeah, nobody's rushing to his aid. His no. friend goes over, and it looks like he's going to try and help him, but really he just lifts his head up, shows him to the camera, and then puts him back. Igor is unconscious. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. We no. can have his 40 now. <laughs> Oh yeah. man, that's really funny. <laughs> oh, what uh, did I just mention a second ago that that, uh, that someone can't read? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Mayweather. Yeah. So, it, how are you like a billionaire like that, and you can't read? It's like every is every trip to every restaurant just a shit show of just like I don't know what I want. Like, just bring me one of everything. He goes. Value meals really have a lot of meaning to him. He figures out what number seven means, and if they change it on him, he's just shit out of luck. Uh, there's pictures. <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh, well. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, he and 50 Cent are friends. So, that like, 50 Cent did something where he was like, yeah, I'll do this if you can read. And it was a children's book, and he fucking can't read it. He can't... He, he, Mayweather can't read. But did here's, he try? He, yeah, he did try. It was awful. Um... Uh, did you find anything, Kyle? Oh, you did. Let's see. All right. So I could be wrong about this. I may be talking out of my ass, but I think the guy that you're going to hear talking uh, is hosts an XM radio station. Maybe he just sounds a lot like the guy I'm thinking of, but um, he has uh, <coughs> recordings of May. So when you go on and do like a radio show, sometimes they'll have you uh, record plugs. So if you've ever heard that thing, it's like you watch, you listen to my 105, and I'm Floyd Mayweather. Like, they record stuff like that and, and all these voiceovers. So they were at this radio station, and Mayweather was, was having to read the script and record this stuff, and they had the recordings. And then I think he had some kind of a falling out with the host of the show. So here we go. All right, count it down. Three, two, one, play. So listen, when I heard 50 mm -mm -mm. saying this yesterday, right, I thought it was funny, but I didn't really know if Floyd could read or not. But then I thought to myself, when Floyd came up here to the Breakfast Club, I'm sure he had to read Drops, right? Correct. So had our producer. And if you don't know what drops are, that's when they just say, "Hey, you're listening to." This is DJ to... Envy, and yeah. I'm listening right. to the Breakfast Club right now. So I had our producers pull up the unedited audio of him reading drops. Now, this is the drop. Oh my goodness. He was reading. Envy, I need you to time me on this, okay? All right. I'm gonna read this drop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> now keep in mind, Charlamagne's not the best reader either, so I, we don't know how long this is gonna take. I need the exact time, okay? This is disrespectful. Let's go. Okay. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined iHeartRadio for the Show Your Scribes movement to support hiring vets. Go to showyourscribes.org, a website that connects veterans with employees and helps business find candidates with the best training. How long was that? Ten seconds. Okay, ten <laughs> seconds. This is Floyd Mayweather. Wait, wait, wait. This is not nice. It's not nice. Hey, shut the hell up. I'm on the show. I don't give a damn. Okay? <laughs> this is Floyd Mayweather reading the 10 second. I heard this live. I just did. I'm Floyd Mayweather. And I, I'm Floyd Mayweather. And I've joined Heart Radio for the show. Your stripes. Your, okay. I'm Floyd Mayweather. And I he's got the first part. Radio for the show. <laughs> he knows and who he is. Movement to support hiring vets. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show. 
your stripes movement to support hi okay I'm Floyd Mayweather and I'm I'm Floyd I'm Floyd Mayweather and I've joined Heart Radio for the show your stripes movement to support high Oh this is bad Go to the he show, reads like a child. He needs Rosetta Go Stone. To English. Show, your stripes. <laughs> Go to show your what would? Go to show your stripes. But, but you need a common language to, to, to start. <laughs> like, what are a website. Yeah, they're like trying to teach him. They're like, it's just like an English one. These fucking shapes. The circle with the tail (laughs) means you pause. I'm Floyd. (laughs) Floyd And I joined Heart (laughs) for the show. Your strikes oh, movement. This is, this is pretty sad. 50 Cent called him out. Okay, and, okay, and, that's and, enough, guys. Okay. That probably is enough. We could pause it there. But I don't remember. Okay. Let, me, let me look I'm up Floyd exactly Mayweather, what 50 Cent's I'm... challenge um, was to Floyd because I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, but it was basically he had to read something and then 50 Cent was going to like either give him money or give a charity money. And, but I just want to get the figures right. Oh, it's, it's a 15 second long video. Let's just watch it. it he, he was going to donate the money to uh, ALS uh, funding, I think. Link it up. I'm linking you right now. He this was donated it to Hooks on Phonics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he should have picked a charity that helps people read, like adult uh, um, illiteracy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm at zero. All right, ready, set, play. This is a special A-S-L-E-L-S challenge for you, Floyd. If you can read one full page of a Harry Potter book, nigga, <laughs> I'll give 750000 to whatever charitable organization you want to. Fuck the buck. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you can read, That's gold. You can read one page of a Harry Potter book, I'll give 700 grand. Fuck this water. <laughs> uh. And he didn't read it. Like, it didn't happen. Just so you know. Like, Floyd Mayweather never read that page of a Harry Potter book. No <laughs> shit. That's a three-month commitment when you're training for a fight. You gotta, you know. Both of those guys, like, we're laughing at them. They could buy me and not notice the money missing from their bank account. Yes, but yeah. Woody, you can read. <laughs> I would trade. Ignorance is bliss. I would love oh, to Oh, man. To, Dude, I'd, you know, I'd love to be like, that motherfucker right there reads for me. That's his whole job. Leon, <laughs> get over here. Read. Dude, like, how many athletes have we seen that make like $40 million and manage to be broke afterwards? Mayweather is not conserving his money. This guy has like an entourage with him everywhere he goes. This guy, is, he lives wealthy. He's big. He's got like crazy toys. And he still has tons of money. He's, he's, he's making more money than any of those other boxers ever did because he puts on his own show. You realize that, right? Like it's he Floyd bought out Mayweather his contract. Floyd Mayweather. He bought out his own promotional contract for like seven hundred grand, and now he makes like a hundred million a fight. He's going to make a hundred million this fight. A hundred yeah, million. Least. Yeah, that, that's for the million? fight. Yeah, like the sponsorships and stuff like that. On top of that, he's getting pay per view money. Dude, it is so much money. Hundred dollars a, a pay per view. Is a lot. You have to pay a hundred dollars to watch boxing. Yes. yes. Watch this. It's a big fight. Like, like it's been. It's a fight that everyone's been asking for for I, I don't know how many years. Like, like I'm not a huge sports guy, but I listen to sports radio occasionally. And like for the last five years, I've just been hearing it nonstop. And I don't watch boxing at all. 
and I'm no. you know, yeah. relatively aware of the whole but thing. But they're the mm. only two that I know, so that must mean something. I couldn't I know, name any I other boxes. Klitschko. Klitschko. Yeah, Klitschko, whatever. I don't really know that many boxes, the current ones. His brother, uh, they, they, but mm -hmm. Vladimir's right, right. apparently like running the whole heavyweight division. Like There's no one else even close. Um, that's all I know about I boxing. I think that guy though. just won a fight, too. But yeah, I don't follow boxing that closely, but I am inundated with information about this fight. Like they've gotten so much free advertising. Uh, yeah, and yeah, they said Pac Pacquiao, they're like, the only reason you want this fight is because you're broke. And he's like, let's donate all the money to charity. Mayweather's like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> his nickname is Money. You, you know what? Pacquiao <laughs> is the worst at promoting his fights I've ever seen, though. They, like, I saw this interview with him, and they're, they're like, you know, has, has Floyd ever made you mad? What's the maddest Floyd ever made you with, you know, his, his talking and the stuff he says about you? And they gave some examples, and he's just like, um, I don't get mad at Floyd. He's a great showman. I would hope that we become friends, and I could, <laughs> share, with, and I could share with him the love of Christ. Really? And the, he says that? That that's pretty much <coughs> him, and and he said it in uh, about like I said it. Yeah, that's what he said, I, and it was just like the, the guy's just like. <laughs> well, I, want, I want him to win now, knowing that he's just trying to be a friendly dude. <laughs> oh, no, I think it's gonna go really well. That's it's gonna go well. <laughs> I don't have any confirmation. He's like it's very good for all of us. Nice times, nice yeah. times. <laughs> he, I don't know. I, there's so much better stuff you could say. Um, I don't have confirmation on this rumor, but I, I've heard that Chris Hansen is dancing at a party right now, DJed by Hodor. Just oh, that motherfucker! I'm just throwing it out there, Chris Hansen, uh. Hodor. I want my money back. <laughs> I want my I, well, fucking he, money back. He, he technically has to give us half an hour at some point. Uh, it's it's uh, it, 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 even if it's like some Monday morning and, and I'm in my underwear, I'm gonna make him sit through a call with me. It's happening. <laughs> I'm going to ask him more comfortable that way. That's We're supposed to. to be here. Grown we booked this. Now I'm such a big fan he's... of To Catch a Predator. Like, I, I know I've talked about it a bit on the show, and maybe I've even went so far as to say this before, but it is my favorite non-scripted TV show ever, I think. I, I, I'm, <clears> I'm pretty positive about that. When it comes to non-scripted television, it, you cannot beat someone's life crumbling and being ruined, and you watch their eyes fade to like knowing that I'm ruined now on a level that it's hard to, to, to get ruined, like your reputation, like you, uh, financially, you, you're going to be incarcerated, all of that shit, uh, the, the humiliation, all that stuff is just in their eyes in that moment. And just when you're like, damn, I can't believe that, they bring another guy in and do it to him too. And they keep doing that until the commercial break. It's, you, you can't beat it. I love it. My favorite show. Do you you like know what else is a those, really good show? Do you like shows like, I know that one where you just like get, a little repulsed, or a lot repulsed, by the pieces of shit who come in. Do you like other unscripted shows or unscripted, like, like orders where you can watch it and rage at the person who's doing it? Like, you watch this, like, dumb lady who's got a whole vase full of fucking cat femurs or something, and she won't throw it away. And so you could just yell at your TV. Do you, does anybody else do that? Do you get yell no, at your TV when you so watch stuff like Hoarders? I, I can't I, watch stuff like Hoarders and... and, and I like and, it. And most of that uh, scripted reality stuff, and here's why: I, I've got, I've been around enough video production, both professional, semi-professional, and amateur, that I can tell that like I'm like, wait, well, why is there a camera already there? Or, or like, wait, this is the first time you just met this guy? Like, why? It just, I, I can see that it's all so fake, and it just doesn't make sense to watch it. I would rather watch a scripted show about a hoarder with professional actors than this person who is a hoarder. 
but are you not, sure you've seen a lot of they're... hoarders though in particular can... like i know what you're talking about with a lot of those shows like son yeah. of a gun or whatever but you know like like random customer walks in yet there's a camera at knee level like catching their entrance but yeah, hoarders <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know if hoarders is guilty uh, of that yeah on hoarders it's not as bad the only thing i notice with hoarders is they'll be like now we're about to go into martha's home the psychiatrist, Dr. Stevens, like knocks on the door and then there's like a camera behind Martha on the inside next to a pile of dead Does that happen on Hoarders? You know, stuff pizza, like that and she's me. like, oh, hello. And there's someone already behind her filming. Like, I know so that, that pulls like, you out of the moment. I know the average person, just it never even clicks to them. They're just like, yeah, this is how wor the world is. The, the camera's on both ends. Okay, keep, oh, that's a lot of newspapers. Like, they mm -hmm. don't notice it. But to me, I'm just like... Oh, I see. So what happened is they met two or three days. They met. They they initiated contact weeks ago through email. They went back and forth. They had papers notarized and signed. They <laughs> they had a face to face meeting two to three days ago. Yeah. There's craft they were services to her house. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's craft services in the backyard to feed the crew. And you know, like we've we've had three meals together with the, with these people already before we start shooting. Like we've just we know how this is going to begin and end. And the hoarder has probably been like, oh yeah, that's when I'll break. Damn, so be good, I got a thing. Mm. The thing about no. hoarders that captivates me is my father-in-law was kind of a hoarder. Um, and I get to see a lot of this stuff. He's dead now. A lot of this stuff that he had in common with these people on the show. But one of the big ones is they assign value to things that don't have value. Now, my father-in-law was never gross. Like the worst things about the hoarders is they had like... I don't know, dead pets or like they wouldn't clean up after pets or stuff like that. My father-in-law would have, like, I remember he had paperback books stacked from the floor to the ceiling in their basement, like several stacks of it. And, um, he had scrap metal. He, he, he had four garages and they were just filled with like scrap metal and like old wood and like torn down things. And, and to me, it looked like it was filled with junk, but to him, that was like his children's inheritance. And, uh, and he thought like it was like a legacy almost. Like he'd have a, um, a children's tricycle that was like rusted and rotted. And uh, are you eating Taco Bell? He is. He's eating some cold Taco Bell. He ate a disgusting <laughs> amount of Taco Bell before the show. Disgusting. I'm sorry to interrupt your story. Yeah. So anyway, um, when I watch Hoarders, it's not so much the mess that captivates me, it's the mindset that created it. You know, like, like I saw a woman, she had uh, like broth and the container that was in was like swollen. And it was clear that like something was, like yeast was rising or something like that. Mold in there making gases or something. I, mm -hmm. I Science. <laughs> something was going on in there. Like it's not supposed to be, it was like a box, but then the, like a, like a juice box, like the, the cardboard juice boxes, but bigger it was filled with broth and it had like expanded inside. Uh. I see that. And I think, Whoa, how did this escape my notice? She saw it and thought that's for the lean times. That's for when, you know, like what if I'm that poor again? And, uh, that's a really common thread in hoarders. They, they, they're just, they're hoarding. They're, they're not like intentionally trying to be gross. They're protecting themselves from their next personal like Great Depression. Wow. See, that's true. But your father-in-law didn't. You said father-in-law, right? Yeah. That he doesn't seem like the people on this show. The one episode that I watched that just resonated <coughs> with me is this lady. They found like six dead. Like it was like an uh, 
archaeological discovery, the people who were delving into her garbage and like pulled out like six cat skulls. <laughs> and, I saw and that. They were, yeah, they were going like into the kitchen, and it, it, it's like unwalkable. You can't even maneuver through these heaps of trash and rubble. And the upstairs, like one of the the crew members was going to go upstairs and start cleaning that out, and it was just hefty bags full of shit. And pee. It was just huge bags. They just decided, you know, the toilet hasn't worked for, you know, six years. Let's just start throwing all of our fecal matter and pee up into the, the upstairs. You know, we'll just not use the upstairs anymore. That's, you know, shit storage now. It was disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. See? And all in the whole time, those those fucks <laughs> who are there out of the goodness of their hearts and their job to be like they have to go out there with like this dead cat skull and be like do you think that we could get rid of this and they're like oh well i don't uh that was thomas and he kept me through some good times and it's like so you want to keep you want to keep the cat skull you want to keep the cat well we'll put it in the maybe pile and it's like this is never going to end if you start throwing away some shit dude though we went through this like so like i said he wasn't gross there were no like dead animals or poop or whatever but he sold his patterson house and got like a really nice house in northern jersey like uh, in the if you go north enough in new jersey it's almost like upstate new york and um they had to like clean out his garage and stuff for the buyers and it was the same sort of thing. They're like, you know, well, how about this? And it's like a Red Rider wagon, right? His youngest yeah. grandchild is like 11. And and no one wants this wagon. It's rusted. Like, it, it doesn't turn very well anymore. Maybe it has three wheels. And he's like, that's still good. It's not. It's <laughs> yeah. not. He can't see what's junk to everybody else. To him, it's like, that has value. And... Um, what happened was my my brother-in-law who's he's a good guy um he went in there and he cleaned up like like someone had to get it done like it was time to move out and he took the things from the garage and he threw them away and like you know five years later he still held like a a deep grudge about it like I thought in my head that he would like just get like wisdom to it. Like, yeah, I guess now that I think about it, you know, a homemade weightlifting set wasn't really that useful or valuable. How shitty would you be when you, would you feel when you realize he threw away like the Ty Cobb bad and like the vapor? <laughs> no, like, no, that like, never happens. I always <laughs> wait for that in episodes. In episodes of course, I wait. Do you know when you watch uh, like those storage oh, unit shows? that's every my Picasso. Yeah, exactly. Never. Every commercial for those storage unit shows, it's always like, they lift it up and everybody's like, ooh, ah! and then it cuts to commercial. I always wait for that in Hoarders where they're like, another dead cat, fucking some Crystal Pepsi from 1991, uh, a bunch of pizza boxes. What? What? And just like something. The Mona Lisa's quiet. there. Yeah, the yeah. Mona Lisa's in there. Is this the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> yeah. Holy we found, shit. Uh, under one of your shit bags, we found the Hope Diamond. <laughs> Would you believe that? <laughs> it's completely ruined and we can't sell it anymore. This is the jewel from the years. Titanic movie. Who'd yeah. have guessed? <laughs> yeah, no, it's never it's that. Dolly. Yeah. Said no said said no hoarder ever. Yeah. You know, but it dude, it. it's a That's real life thing. Number. No, never. Not once. It's always like newspapers from like an event that were a day when like nothing happened really. It's like <laughs> And they're local. It's not like the times. It's like New City Hall Live New City Hall Library opens in, in Cedarville. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That was a day to remember? <laughs> Come on, Granny, why don't we frame this shit? Let's really let's let's show it off. Like, what the fuck is that about? I all just garbage. <laughs> uh, dude, do you ever see yourself in it though? No. I never see me. I see Jackie. 
I'm like, you know, like I watch hoarders and I'm like, you know, Jackie, we should throw away some of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is that I've got a lot of shoes. I got a lot of clothes. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've got a lot of guns. And I've got a lot of the things that, that, that I, if you're going to call it hoarding, that I, that I feel like I have in abundance and they aren't organized and they're cluttered and kind of laying about, they're expensive things. Like, like I, Shoes are I easy to organize. I have like 40 pairs of like Nikes. I, and, and they're just they're in a big cardboard box. They're all muddy, and they need someone who's got like three hours to kill to sit there with a, like a, a couple of you know like a whole shoe cleaning kit and get my like three thousand dollars shoe wardrobe back to to like rolling again. Dude, but you I'm, should I, just buy this like right now. Click on cleaner? click on the one click. You got and put your shoes on a rack. Oh, I've got a rack, Woody. It, they're not clean, so I, I just throw that, them are they in. on the rack? Uh, they're not clean, Woody. He can't put them on his rack. <laughs> got to be clean first. And I've got more shoes in this rack and hold. I'd need two of them. And this looks like some assembly required bullshit. Kitty tried that on me the other day. She went and got this big box rack organization desktop shit. She's like, oh, turns out I can't put it together. You wouldn't mind, would you? <laughs> I love your British girl accent. <laughs> it's, it's like one of those like thousand piece puzzles. There's like a huge pile of these black hard plastic things. And then there's a big pile of square wire mesh. And it's all got to be clipped together at four different angles. And as soon as one end clips in, another un unpops. And it never I works. It didn't work. I threw it down, and I was like, how much did that thing cost? She's like, $25. $25! And I was like, all right, I'll buy you a new one made out of fucking wood. Like, that's it. Like, like let's, let's get a wood one. I'll buy it. I don't care where it comes from. We'll go to an antique shop and get you a fancy one before I put that motherfucker together. And I threw it out on the porch, and that's where it is now. I have... I, simply required. I have just waiting for the garbage man now? Mine Any updates on that, fella? Mine is oh. in, in this class. I gave you a new link. Uh, when you pull it apart, it gets wider. And what happened is I went on some business trip. I don't recall which one. And like sort of as a gift, Jackie cleaned my closet. And all my shoes were just lined up on a rack like this. It was like, that was a good gift. I legitimately have like far too many. Like, like It's like a woman. Like Kyle, how, how Kyle says, he, you, know, you know how hard Woody is to buy gifts for? I just I imagine if I came back and found a fence. It's <laughs> just not happening. You're that, that, that's not even no, no, absolutely not. I'm not your fencer. I'm not the one to have because, like, when it comes to like the fencing part of it, I could do that. Like, I could put posts in the ground. I can make everything straight. I can make it tight. I can make it nice. But when it comes to this like, sounds the, perfect. I accept your terms. No, because like I always was an assistant fencer to like my dad. And he was the one over there thinking about how, like, you know, the fence starts, like, the, or like how gates get positioned, and how, like, there are certain parts of the fence after you've went so far without any support structure. If you're using, and it, it, this de depends on the kind of fencing, but you've got to do support structures where you've got beams crossed and supported, and there's a whole way to weave barbed wire. And I don't know that part of the the process. I, I, and that, actually, that's the administrative part of. I've watched enough that. YouTube videos that I know what you're talking about. Like you, the, there's fencing where you drill the posts and then you sort of like stretch it or nail to it, whatever it's, whatever's happening. And that part's pretty straightforward. That part I understand. And they're like, oh, well this is a corner post. So a corner post gets stresses from this and that. And this is how you fortify it to stop it from leaning in this direction or that direction. And I'm 
I don't really know those we, things. We, we use trees for corner posts. Like, like that's the way to do that. You use a tree and it's done. Uh, you just and you must have trees in the right spot. We do. Our entire property is lined with trees, which which makes fencing kind of easy. Well, I need someone to handle a scenario in which there is no tree in the right spot. I, I told you, I'm not a professional fencer. <laughs> I, I am an amateur fencer. I'm an assistant fencer. I could, if, if you if you needed me to tighten a section of wire, I can do that shit. If you need me to like drive staples in, in round posts all day, I can do that. I can run electric or barbed wire. I could I can ha- I can swing a hammer and I know how to do it. Sounds but, good. All right, what time? Well, I mean, I'm just not sure what wage compensation scenario we're, we're talking about here. I, my time is valuable to me, at least. My love and devotion is priceless. Oh, don't I already have that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, what were we talking about? I don't know. I don't either. We we got onto those shoes somehow. I don't I don't know where that came from. Hoarders, maybe. Hoarders. Hoarders is disgusting. Uh, I don't understand why you're keeping your own urine. Like, there's no reason to save that for a rainy day. You you <laughs> always got more. Well, not during the hard times, Kyle. Yes. <laughs> I remember in 1997. Oh, I love this. Are you talking about my next topic lined up? Yeah, I like this. But you need the a bigger thing of the menu like you don't have all the items here this all right let me see i'll put this in the big screen see yeah you need the full menu because i hang on let me let me put myself on let me you need the full menu because calories i thought i had the i because i have the full menu yeah, this is what I was saying uh, right before the hoarder talk is before yeah. this episode started and before Chris Hansen didn't show up, Kyle was just mowing down on a, just a gross amount right, of tacos. Here's what I got here. I got a Mexican pizza. I got a double-decker taco supreme. I have three Doritos Locos nachos, uh, or excuse me, Doritos Locos tacos, the ones that have the Dorito shells. I got three of those, all three flavors. I got a cheesy gordita crunch supreme, or excuse, a crunch wrap uh, supreme, uh, and I've got a... Chicken cheesy gordita. Oh, this is a double decker taco supreme. And I had an order of cheesy fiesta potatoes, a large diet Pepsi, and a seven layer burrito. And uh, I've been trying not to eat during the show, but I'm going to eat all of this. Yeah. But it's like, is Taco Bell even good when you warm it up? That's not a question most people have knowledge of, but that's interesting that I know Who's, you will. Who said I'm going to warm it up? Oh, come on. You're going to eat a seven-layer burrito? You're going to have those cold, gray refried beans sliding down your throat like a bunch of mucus? They get dried out, so you've got to put a lot of hot sauce on them. Ugh. I don't give a fuck. They're delicious. <laughs> Sodium intake alone would probably be shocking. Um, it's, it's, it's quite an unhealthy meal. I, I'm looking here like... Let's see. I can't find... Oh, I see what you're linking me to. You're linking me to that daily intake of that 600-pound uh, person. Is that what this is? Yeah, it's what that is. This, this is one person's daily intake, and they weigh so- 600 pounds. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I was looking at this the other day, and I was trying to think if I could, could, if I could do this like for one day. No. And I, I, I came up that I couldn't. Like, you I, absolutely couldn't. No, it's, and I'll tell you what, what, what really ruins it. It's, it's the snacks. It's the fact that this guy ate, um, how many, let's just see how many, it's 4,000. 18,000 calories. 32,000 milligrams of sodium seems pretty hardcore. Seems a little high. 
Let me just read through it really quickly for the, the, the listeners. Um, so this is the diet of the 600-pound person. Um, I'm guessing in one day. It says at the top, whatever I eat after I wake up. Uh, so I'm, I'm assuming you call this breakfast, but I, I'm also assuming this person wakes up probably in the afternoon. A KFC twister. I don't know what a twister is, to be honest. A uh, yeah. KFC mashed potatoes. Uh, and if you look carefully, he gets three large side orders of potato, mashed potatoes and gravy that equate to 1,440 calories alone. Uh, he gets a 20-piece boneless chicken bite meal. He gets 20 12, piece. 20 and of then, them. No, then he drives over. He, he hit Taco or, uh, KFC. No, then he decides to go to Taco Bell. They're attached, I think. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would. Yeah, be. so he gets twelve Taco Bell soft tacos. I always get the crunchy ones. I feel like you're you're, you're getting cheated with the soft tacos. That's twenty two hundred and eighty calories right there. That's <laughs> over what you should be eating in a day if you're like on the two thousand calorie you know plan in that one subsection of one meal. He gets one beef burrito supreme, which I find to be just not a tasty treat over there at Taco Bell. I don't I don't care for that. He gets. He also gets a thirty ounce large Baja Blast. And if you don't know what that is, that's half Mountain Dew, half Powerade. Uh, he gets a small 32... It says small Coke, but it also says a 32-ounce Coke. So I guess maybe a small 32-ounce at McDonald's. I don't know. But uh, 32 ounces of Coca-Cola followed by another 80 ounces of root beer. I mean, he just hit knocked down 1,400 calories in soda right there when he woke up. Uh, then it says what I eat when I get 1,800 home. calories. What? What? What I eat when I get home. Now, I don't know where he was. I guess he woke up. He was at, eating breakfast. Yeah. He, no, no, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like he woke up at KFC <laughs> from the night before. Just a stupor. <laughs> and now he's getting home again where he has himself four McDoubles from McDonald's. He has two large Big Mac meals, which come with fries and, and soda. He has a Big Mac wrap, which just seems silly at this point, right? The wrap. Uh, he, has a, he has a McChicken. He has two McChickens. Uh, made chicken sandwiches. That's 700 more calories. He has six 12-ounce cherry coke cokes. Uh, and then under snacks, it says he eats one family size, one party size uh, cheddar and sour cream chips. Uh, that's 169 chips total. And then uh, an entire bag of uh, Nabisco double-stuffed Oreos, followed by 64 ounces of cran apple juice totaling 18,385 calories, 2,600 grams of uh, carbs. Jesus, the fat. Where's the cholesterol at? Oh, oh 940 they, they didn't even grams. need to count it. Ugh. So that's, that's shocking. You just Im imagine the shits that this person is taking. Like, oh, gargantuan. Like, like all this comes out the other end. That can't be good for you. <laughs> No, and, and th knowing a person this size, they're not going to be able to properly clean up after themselves. So when they're on their daily odyssey to KFC, Taco Bell, McDonald's, A&W, and, you know, Walmart, they probably don't smell ideal. Yeah, I, I, thought, you were bring I thought you were posting a Taco Bell menu to, see, to calculate how much I was eating over here. It's oh, that's a child's play snack compared <laughs> right. to this behemoth. I can't compete with that guy. That's outrageous. No. And I think... Yeah, that's that's scary. Six hundred pounds. Yeah, but that's... that would he would I think at that with a diet like that he he's he's gaining weight if he's six hundred pounds. <coughs> um, yeah, I would bet. I it, sorry about that. Woody Craft got attacked. I had to deal with it real quick. Um, look at Kyle. We're losing Kyle. There goes my fence. Um, 
<clears throat> I like I, I like the concept that this is what 600 pound people are eating because I like to believe they're responsible for it and it can be fixed. You know, like it for a while it seemed like being too heavy was a birth defect and it's not. It's it's a habit problem. <clears throat> you know, like I'm just big boned. Oh, I'm just like this. All oh, my parents are heavy too. I have a thyroid condition. I have a thyroid like, condition. Yeah, yeah. But something. if this is a heavy person's diet, then um, sweet. We've diagnosed the problem. What do you think, Chris? Oh, my God. Chris, you slay me. <laughs> Chris He's is... not here. We do that to you on PKN. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do your voice, though. For some reason, yeah. you're, you're in falsetto. But yeah, <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> I love Woody's impressions. They're my favorite. They're awful. They're so bad. I can't do impressions. That's why they're funny, though. <laughs> this is my Merca voice. <laughs> but yeah, um, not usually. Yeah, this this makes you have a lot less pity for people who are this heavy. Not just if you see this kind of lineup, because you know, there's like, there's so many. Like this is like an alcoholic, but. An alcoholic, they can get hammered on like half a bottle of vodka or a bottle of vodka or whatever, and they're just taking swigs intermittently, like I'm kind of losing my buzz. And like this person is being reminded of their failure, just doing the math every 45 seconds, because that's how often you have to be chewing and eating just to muscle this down in a day. So it's like every second of every day, it's just a further slide downward. Boogie describes something called hangry, where he's both hungry and angry and he's eating and he's mad at himself for eating simultaneously. Mm. I, I imagine that's shitty. what this person's experiencing. They're, they're just like, oh, I'm eating this because it fulfills some hole in my heart, yet I know yeah. it's ruining me. Here's the way I look at food and here I treat the way I treat food. I like it. it, it okay, so if I'm, if I'm getting in shape for something and I need a goal to, to get in shape, like the next paintball trip will soon come into focus and I'll once again begin like getting back into shape. And I should be even, I'm going to get back to running. I haven't ran in a week. Uh, but oh, I lost my whole train of thought. Hmm. Your attitude towards about? food when, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah I have, I, I do have a hard time eating like three healthy uh, meals a day regularly if I'm not like training for something because I feel like there's nothing to lose really. When I'm working out, it feels like eating poorly would like disrespect the workout that I did earlier. It's like, what was I going through all that torture and all that pain for if now I'm just going to eat chips? But if I'm not working out, I'm much more likely to, to eat poorly. But even then, I like have one like crazy meal like at the end of the day. That's like, uh, and I try to make it as nice as possible. Like my drink's got to be just right, and I've got to like, I've got to have like my movie on and yeah. everything. You like make your I, homemade fries with your own seasonings, things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, and sauces. Mm. Yeah, it would be my... fun to have a dinner at Kyle's. And it's just it's real nice. Have a, have a weird feast. That's <laughs> what I do. I have these weird <laughs> feasts that are like 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 it won't be like a uh, like a well rounded meal. It'll be like, what are we having tonight? Rice. What do you mean? Just, just, just rice. I made some rice. It's really good. Like, like that. That's what I'll do. Like, there, there, there were weeks in a row where I'd made nothing but rice every night, and I was just making the rice better and better. And, and now my rice, it's like yellow rice with black beans and uh, uh, diced tomatoes and habaneros and uh, and garlic. Do you and, cook for um, Kitty much? You, you know what you have to do, Kyle, yeah. is you, you've showed your writing chops before with making up those Game of Thrones <laughs> things. I want you to, for your next feast 
to write it down like George R. R. Martin would be like his chalice bubbled over with Baja Blast. <laughs> just, just go for it. That would be really funny. The grease if that dripped right off of the cheese. <laughs> I've kept going on Game of Thrones. Like, I listened a little more. I I am understood. So I I've come to realize that a lot of my confusion was the difference between the books and the show. And now that I am in the book, like out in front of the show, I'm getting it. Like I'm keeping up with this just fine. And uh, some people evaluate, you know, completely based on whether you remember the names or not. But that's, in my case anyway, that's not I'm, a good I, way. I used to have a. I used to think I had a really firm grasp on the names. Grasp on the names. Like I knew everyone except for like you know for the characters who who were never even alive and a few of the like grandparents and shit like that. Like I couldn't remember mm-hmm. that, but like. You know, I could remember Brand. I knew who Brandon the Builder was, and, right. and I knew all that stuff. But now, like with Dorne opening up, and uh, all those characters that are there, and um, uh, um, Arya's timeline over there in Bravo or Bravia. in Bravos, and, and mm. these names are starting to get more and more ridiculous. And it's and now they're starting to tell you about characters. You're learning about characters who are dead in like Bravos and stuff like that, you know, like getting their backstory. Yeah, so, you have a whole like, other type of lore to learn now, like a whole yeah. backstory of gods and legends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you just feel like it's coming at you from all directions because just as, I, I'm enjoying it more than ever. Like the Bravos stuff in particular, like, good. you know, it's like, oh, a lie. And she doesn't. Another lie. And I'm just like, ah, like this guy is, you know, is this magic? It doesn't take magic to see when a little girl is lying. And I'm just like I'm really digging the Bravos characters. I'm I'm enjoying the storyline unless Brienne is involved. Which I got a. I got. You don't like Brienne at all. I love Brienne. I, I like her in the shows, but I hate her in the books. Really? Yeah. I like. Her I'm in kind the of. The Let me show way. you my new headset. Are you? Yeah. She, in the books, it's just like, or maybe it's the way he does her voice, where she sounds like a meek, feeble little, you know, mm. house wench. And every situation is just like, oh, woe is me. Like, it's gotten to the point now that it's like it, she's trying to protect the Starks out of selfishness, where it's like, I need my honor and my glory. Otherwise, I left Renly for no reason, and I'm going to be useless as a knight, and I'm this great fighter, but I need to be your go-to, your right-hand right hand and, knight. And some of her story is like taking it. too long to tell. So, you know, I'm sort of infamous in needing, in wanting this thing to flow along. But for example, this is not a spoiler for people listening, Brienne's backstory goes something like this. When she was a kid, a bunch of other boys were mean to her, and then they started being really nice to her until they found out that there was a bet involved where whoever bet her first got all the money, right? That, that was a thing. What I just explained to you took like an hour in the books. It was awful. It went on and on and on. And they started to explain you know, who broke it up and their motivations and this and that and how they mean they were and how nice they were. It just, like, at some point, you're like, all right, I get it. Look, that was literally 30 seconds of information that took you an hour to tell. Maybe it was 45 minutes, but it was long, really long. And I. It was too long for a pity party. <coughs> that didn't. <clears throat> that didn't happen when she was a little girl, though. That that happened when Renly she, first called his. Um, she was training or something. To it was be like a, last year. Are you I sure that didn't happen when she was a little girl? She was young. Because otherwise, that's just inexcusably, you know, gullible. That, well, she didn't. Her, her thought process was she was like, "Why are they being so nice to me?" Like she couldn't figure out why. Right. And um, where are you in the book, Kyle? Because it sounds like you're further along than I thought. 
I'm right around where you are, I think. I, I'll grab the thing in a second. I was going to say, uh, this is my new headset. This is the Parrot uh, headset. The same people that make the drones. Uh-huh. Um, Look at they, that thing. The buttons are pretty sleek. Um, it's got a lot of input. It's got... Um, I don't even know what all these are. But anyway, the uh, the controls, you just kind of rub this. So, like, uh, I don't know them all. But it's it's like I, I, if I rub this in any, in different directions or tap it in certain ways... Those are the controls, like skipping forward, and I think the volume is just like rubbing the back of it up or down and stuff like that. And they work with Bluetooth. Um, I like them a lot. I don't know how much they cost. I think they were kind of expensive. That sounds like um, a really, really annoying system. I like it a lot. Like it only took a minute to get. I mean, you just you just rub. It's like when you want more volume, and it's, it quickly becomes apparent how it's. I'm not only until interested. your hands get a little moist in that Georgia humidity, and it's like, oh, I didn't quite swirl it right. Now there's a little bit of no, it's, nastiness, and I it, have to kind of scrub it. And if you could feel this material, it's like, it's I don't know, it's kind of like leather. It looks nice to me. I uh, looks nice. I, I'm not sponsored by them. They gave me some free shit. Like, like, yeah. like I, I, I'm like, shut I, up, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just, no, they gave me some free shit. Uh, should I get the drone? Yes. All right. It'll get just take drone. me a. It'll take me maybe like two minutes. I will right warn back. people that when the drone flies, it's really loud. But yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Well, I want you to fly it in the house, just like. Oh, those. I'm going to. Oh, perfect. Yeah, he flies it in the house. It's cool. Those um, headphones look great for for a crunchy roll. Like they would play anime really well. That's what I thought. <laughs> you think? Wait, yeah. Did he just, I think so. He was muted. He was going to say something, forgot he was muted, and then he said, fuck it, and now he's getting it. <laughs> I am 23 and a half hours into the fourth book. I have about 10 and a half hours to go. So uh, yeah, I've been making good progress, I think. I just The more you guys are into it because you're fresh, and the more stuff you mention, the more I realize I, just, I need to read these, these books again because I just... You forget I stuff because I feel like when we talk, you're the authority on stuff. Oh, a lot of this I need to reread and figure it out because I just you just forget stuff. It's so dense. Yeah. And like you naturally get interested in because like I, uh, fourth book I did audiobook, and like you know how you just tune out when certain chapters come up, like when like if it says like Aya or Tyrion, wait, wait. I'm gonna be like, okay, tune in, turn this up, yeah, I'm yeah. pay attention, and then if it's like some random Brienne. fucking Greyjoy, you're like, ah, yeah, oh, dude, like, the, you know the Greyjoys are not doing shit. Yeah, I could be I wrong. The, so the Greyjoys are led by, um, I forget who became their king, but it's not. Oh, after Balon Greyjoy died. Yeah, I don't want to give too much away. I was about to, but. Um, the Greyjoys make a play at the Game of Thrones. I, I think that's not a giveaway. And uh, um, it seems like a long shot to me, but we'll they're see. They're like the underdog, but they're so far under. It's like, come on. Yes. Like, you're not Can even I... in the vicinity of this fight. Like people talking about the war, like, oh, you know, there's five kings and then a couple of sailor fucks. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? Might be the Patriots. Might be. Might be Seattle. Could be. Might be the Eagles. Eh, or it might be Ocean City High School. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like, no, it's not going to be Ocean City High School. I'm sure of it. You guys won't win the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're all great kids. But no fucking way do you win the Super Bowl this year. You're not even in the NFL. And that's how I feel like when, the gray, when we get to the Gray yeah, Joy chapter. Like, I could be wrong. Alabama, Auburn, or ITT Tech. Tune in. <laughs> see who's bringing the PCS Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how it feels. But um, now wait, is this week the fourth episode coming out? 
I don't know because I spoiled it for myself by watching all those episodes right away. I so did. I think it's it's two episodes until we get a fresh episode, I think, right? For those of us who have watched the first four. Shit, I thought the third one was out and the fourth one's about to come out. Which Game of Thrones episode, Kyle, is about to come out? Four or three? You're muted. Uh, the third one just came out. Aha. So the fourth so, one, it's Thursday as we record this. So the fourth one will come out in about three days. So 10 days until we get a fresh episode. <sighs> it's getting there. So this is the Sky Troller. Um, it's for controlling the drone. You it, can't really see. It looks cooler it's, with the iPad in it. It does look cooler with the iPad in it, but I don't have the iPad right now. The, I, the iPad actually lets me like look through the camera that's on the drone and fly it you know, without line of sight. Uh, I'm not sure what the range is. I flew it out to about 700 feet the other day. That big horizontal black thing is the antenna. Yeah. That's really, really cool. All right. So I'm not pro at this yet, but we'll see how this goes. And it may wreck because I've just... Oh, I'd be really disappointed. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Bring it to you. Hang on. It's blowing on the mic. Your collar moving. He is pro at it. Is it pretty difficult to control, or is it almost like you move the joystick and it kind of moves from one static position to another? Like that. Um, Like, I'm not doing anything right now. But it is kind of moving. I, now, yeah, it moves a little. The day he got it, he was showing it to me, and he couldn't keep it in the same room. Like, like doing what... That's, he's gotten much better at this. I've been playing a little. I bet Kitty doesn't get annoyed by it. <laughs> Not a bit. <laughs> Hang on a sec. I'm going to bring it back. I'm just spinning it around 180 degrees. And here he comes. So I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna bring him down like right in front of the camera. For those in the car, the drone's currently hovering. <laughs> Spinning now. Oh, my potatoes! <laughs> All right, that was awesome. Yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. Have you thought of any pranks or some shenanigans you can pull with it yet? Uh-oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I chased a guy around with it the other day. Uh, that was fun because it's terrifying. Like, these propellers are no joke. Uh, I'll show you. Um, hopefully I can do this without hitting my hand or it's going to hurt so goddamn bad. Yeah. Those turn really hard. Um, so if it ever nicks you, it hurts like a motherfucker. I've crashed it a few times, as you can see. Uh-huh. But like this whole thing, this whole thing just like pops apart. And uh, so when it crashes, it doesn't break. It just kind of <clears> pops <throat> apart. And then you just put it right back together. Um, it's super, super lightweight. Uh, the battery pack it uses, like everything uses the same batteries, the controller and the, the Bebop drone. So 
that I like looks it. cool. And it's the parrot, but now I wonder how much it costs. You don't know, do you? Um, I think, I think uh, that the full kit uh, with um, the Sky Troller and the drone costs like $900 or something like that, but you don't need a Sky Troller to fly this drone. I can fly this with my cell phone. That's probably a lot harder, right? Um, that might have been the one you struggled with. Yeah, you know, that's right. That's saying, what I was doing. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. I was using an iPad alone uh, because you've got to get like all three synced up between you got to get this connected to the Sky Troller and the Sky Troller connected with the iPad, and you got to get a three-way going before you can really have some fun. Yeah. And then of course, like that's a camera. It's 1080p. Uh, I think 30 frames. Uh, but flying above my house and just getting to see what the, all that looked like and uh, fucking with dogs uh, has been a, a lot of fun. So I've never had anything like this, but so I'm really, really enjoying it. It's, it looks really cool. It looks really cool. It looks really expensive. I fear that it's even more than 800. <coughs> I don't know what I'd do with it. I need a reason. Um, I need an excuse. I'm going to make some videos with it. I'm not exactly sure what kind, but uh, I can definitely shoot something with it. Yeah. Oh. Um, time for a new topic? Yeah, sure. Let me see if I can get one. But yeah, Parrot know. sent me three of those things and uh, ten of the small ones and two of the jumping ones and uh, some of those headsets and stuff. I think we got another meeting with them this week. They're cool people. This is a good one. Bud Light came up with a new slogan and it's awful. Bud Light, um, what? This <laughs> it's time to remove no from your vocabulary. The perfect beer for removing vo no from your vocabulary for the night. Oh my God. How did this make it through all of the, the wire and the, just the, the red tape of people who are like, you know what, this could be construed the wrong way. Like, you know what they're going for, which is like, ha throw caution to the wind, have some fun. Say, you know, don't say no. You want to go parasailing hammered? Fuck yeah. You want to not wear your life jacket when we're out on this boat? Fuck yeah. No, I, don't, I can't even say no, but it comes off a, a bit rapey. <laughs> a little. The rapey is subtle and remove your no from the vocabulary for the night. Mm -hmm. but I would say there are notes of rape, but not <laughs> full on. You know? It's not a musical rape. It's just a... Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So... Um, uh, remove no from your vocabulary. That's just a... That's not even a good marketing... Ploy, even if there wasn't some like maybe know, i need to hang on to no no you got out of trouble a lot yeah <laughs> no and bud light is part of a responsible evening like, you gotta have your nose yeah yeah without no who knows where i would be i i, I don't you'd be pregnant by now definitely oh. <laughs> <laughs> at least once <sighs> yeah that's that's a very bad idea what do you think, Chris? I think no should be out of your vocabulary. Chris, sounds, is, he's pro-rape. That sounds like Mickey Mouse. He sounds just Not, like Merkur yeah. on PKN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, hopefully he stops by. Because, good God, I was kind of looking forward to it. I wanted to grill him on some scenarios. Yeah, I've got some questions. We had a whole bunch of questions lined up for Chris, but he's he's partying with Hodor. <laughs> you guys want to go light on him, but he committed to this and he's paid. 
those things are both true. Maybe he has a good excuse. We'll, uh, I guess we'll wait and see. Maybe, uh, maybe something actually came up and, uh, he, and he just wasn't able to be here. Uh, if that's not the case, he will rue the day. I know Hodor is familiar with us, right? Like everyone here has a social media presence. And if fucking like 30,000 people called you a bitch, would you notice? We were really hard on Hodor. I, I, I didn't even, it happened before I even knew it had happened. And all of a sudden there were just thousands of people like fucking with Hodor on the internet because he wouldn't come on the show. And uh, yeah, he knows who we are. Yeah, this guy he has. He probably doesn't care for us. No. <laughs> oh my, dude, look at his fucking Twitter, man. Like, here, I'll link you. Let's Hodor, not hey? pick on Hodor anymore. <clears throat> uh, wait, do you see what a bitch he is in his Twitter picture? He's like six foot 11. Look at so. that fucking guy with the angry face and the multicolored beard and half cut off. I'm, oh. I, bitch, bitch, bitch. I like his beard. I, yeah, I think that looks kind of cool. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, it's pretty it cool. It goes beard, with man. him as it wouldn't look good for Hodor, but no. for uh, however you say his first name. This is uh, like it's just Christian. Yeah. You know that's not natural. You know that guy is sitting there with mascara, drawing an upper and lower beard on himself. Well, no, it's beard. It's probably colored. But I, I mean, I know that like Hodor's. Te- I think Hodor's from some kind of nobility. I can't remember what. I think he was a Frey. But uh, so so this would this is what Hodor would be like if he had all of his uh, marbles. He would be Lord Hodor. He probably was a Frey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> It's not helping his case. No, it is not. Poor Hodor. Such a I had forgotten about doing that to him. <laughs> he did it to us, man. That was the thing. He's like, hey, I really love podcasting. So we reached out to him and we're like, hey, you know, maybe you'd like to come on our show. Yeah, that sounds great. And then a bunch of our fans were like, you should do PKA. You should do PKA. It'll be awesome. And he's like, oh, well, now I'm so pressured. I'm not doing it. I really don't like the way you went about it or something. And then... I don't know, his agent said something that contradicted something he said, so there's lies involved, and just bitch behavior. Very scandalous. I, yeah, yeah. you guys can go all forgiving on it if you want. (laughs) I'm not not ready to to forgive yet. What was the Dixie Chicks song? I'm not ready to forget. I don't listen to Dixie Chicks, I'm an American. They turned out to be right. (laughs) (laughs) now that the score is all set did you see that ignorance is part of this (laughs) did you see the john stewart thing where he tore apart that new york times reporter no Mm -mm. dude so this new york times reporter i forget her name christine hunter or something like that and um uh anyway she wrote these stories for the new york times basically campaigning for going into the iraq war Right, she would link not or Iraq with nine eleven. She would just regurgitate what the Bush administration was saying. There are people by the Bush administration that were hired to sell the war to the people, and rather than like fact check their assertions, she oh, okay. Here's a good example. There was at one time these aluminum tubes. Do you guys remember the aluminum tubes that could be used for atomic weapons? Taylor yeah. does, I guess, and. Uh, um, the Bush administration pushed this lie that these aluminum tubes were used for atomic weapons, and it's proof that Saddam Hussein has an active nuclear weapon program. 
And then it turns out that that's not true, that, that you don't, these are not a thing that, uh, that you use these aluminum tubes in conventional rockets and they have no purpose in like nuclear weapons whatsoever. And, uh, so anyway, she wrote this big story on the front page of the New York Times next to like on the anniversary of 9-11 saying like 9-11 in, in memory of 9-11 with this big photo and then her story next to it about how Iraq was like trying to create a nuclear program. And then when they found out that everything in the story was bullshit. On page 13, they ran another story, page 13, by the way, that said like Saddam Hussein pursues other weapons of mass destruction. So the headline looked like more weapons of mass destruction, more evidence against him. But if you read it critically, you'd realize that was kind of an error retraction. And um, they're like, why didn't you put a literal retraction in there? And she's like, well, I wrote it, but I think you know there, there wasn't enough space in the New York Times for it. And uh, John Stewart just tore her apart. It's when was this? It's recent. Like uh, I'll look it up. Mm. Uh, so take... the lady wrote this as like uh, you know, thirteen year, fourteen year anniversary. No, no, no. Year no. Anniversary it, or uh, Stewart interviewed her recently, um, but she wrote it at the time when the nation was being led into the thing. So. Um, the interview happened yesterday. So, so Stewart interviewed her yesterday about things she did in the run-up to the Iraq War. Hmm. Striking while the iron's hot. Her I name see. is Judith Miller. Uh, well, I don't know. To me, I'm, I feel like he's getting his parting shots. Like he's kind of writing the wrongs that happened on his tenure on The Daily Show. He's like, you know what? I want to talk to Judith Miller. Get that bitch on here. Because she led us into the Iraq War. She was, a, she was like a propaganda tool of the Bush administration who didn't do any fact-checking, who fucked up in a serious way. If there's a voice of reason against Republicans, it's supposed to be the New York Times. And she just absolutely beat the war drum. And, uh, and he had her on his show, and he beat the fuck out of her. And I'll miss that about Jon Stewart. I'm told his yeah. replacement is some sort of genius who speaks seven languages, and he's the, the ideal guy. But um, he has big shoes to fill. Yeah, for sure. Did uh, did you see that Chiz uh, made a little purchase? His paintball gun. Yes, Ooh. I did. Yeah, um, Chiz got himself a Go three. Like uh, that I is an expensive gun. Well, uh, the three point fives are out now. Uh, so we, I have a three as well. I've got a blue Go three Dynasty edition, and he's got a red one. Um, but the the three point five's out now. I think it's marginally better. You know how that shit goes. But yeah, it is a good gun. It's probably like eight hundred bucks used or something like that. Nice gun. Yeah, it's. Um, I've used I've used that gun. I've used yours, and um, in my opinion, it is better. But it won't get me any more kills. Like yeah, it, it, and a lot of its features, you know, you you, you just don't utilize as like a, a just a recreational player. Like it's got lots of modes. Uh, it, it's got. A, I mean, it's. It's got a digital thing in the back with um, that digital thing in the back is nice. So I, mine also has. I have an axe, an Empire axe, I think, and um, it has all those different modes. Like it has, you pull it once and three balls shoot. You pull it once and one ball shoot. You ramping up to fully auto. It has all that stuff. But since there's literally one light with different blinking patterns to tell you what you're getting. You need the instructions. Like no one's memorized the axe instructions. It, it, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a blinking light. You're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, do a 
a long hold, a short hold, and a long hold. And if it triple blinks at you, you got it. And it's like, oh, fuck. Whereas, you know. There were times when we were playing at the first paintball event where me and Trevor, when we or the second paintball event, when we got those, and we pretty much had to, like, sit out around because we were both sitting there trying to figure out how to get our guns to turn back on. Just like, I think you you hold it, and then, no, fuck. God damn it. Kyle! And, the, and Chiz is, on the other hand, has, like, a sexy lady that's like, you've just turned me on. <laughs> Does really? he? Doesn't Does it have a sexy it? lady that talks? No, that's the Lux. Oh, my mistake. Ooh, it's got, like, yeah. a GPS voice lady on there. You There's a the accents. I, I can't recall exactly what she says, but it's like, I, you know, it, she said she greets you when you turn the gun on. At least I, I, I've only seen it once. I was just playing. And she should say you turn me on. You've just turned like me that. on. It's, it's Out of ammo. Pop my top and fill me up. <laughs> Stuff some in here. Yeah. <laughs> Give me yeah, your so tube. I'm looking forward to playing again. I, There's a I jam. Blow on it and stick it back in. <laughs> I, I think uh, so. So some people were asking about the paintball thing. They're doing a, a big scenario event July 12th, and I'm like 90% sure we're going, or at least that I'm going. Um. I'll do it again if you know. I would do that same okay. thing again. Then I'm ninety percent sure that we're going. Okay. To do like another PKA event, uh, July twelfth weekend at uh, Paintball Explosion. All right. So. And how is this one different? Are they going to combine all the fields, the Living Legend style? I think so. This is a. It's called Call of Duty World at War. That's the name of the scenario game. I could. I'll. Uh, I'll look up the exact details. I've never actually thought to, to do that, which seems silly now. Right. I had a good time at the paintball thing. It went well. Yeah, I, I did too. It's, it's always nice meeting the fans. They're, 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 they'll usually pleasantly surprise you. I saw a duct tape man. Uh, Easy got popular on the subreddit. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, everyone was like, I want to see a picture of the vest. And... Uh, if they had seen Duct Tape Man four years ago, they would have seen, you know, an awkward young man. Now, they see him today, and he's, he's thinner, he's taller, and by the way, his duct tape skills have improved dramatically. Yeah, he's great at it. He, he, it's, it's all, it's, the entire vest is like layer upon layer of duct tape, and it's like woven in spots, and there are spots where it's like sticky to sticky. And uh, there's spots where, like, it's a whole mesh of stuff. Like, he's great at that. It's, yeah, uh, and, it, you know, he can, like, wear it the next day because now it, like, unzips down the middle and, you know, like, <laughs> unfolds and he can take it off like a regular vest. He's really got it going on. He's, he knows what he's doing. I'm looking for the, uh, oh, the event calendar. Here it is. So let's see. July 12th. Call of Duty World at, oh, I don't see any, like, more info here. So. I don't know exactly what the deal is. It's called it World at War 4 scenario game. That's, that's the name of the game. July 12th. <laughs> I have this list of topics. And uh, somehow I have on here that Robin Williams hasn't made a decent movie in eight months. Oh, oh Woody. <laughs> you want to open up that can of worms? I know, where right? Where everybody hated you for like two months. Uh, was it Woody two months? has no understanding. He's an unempathetic monster. I was talking to Jackie about Why it recently. To Patch Adams? Like, like here's from time to time, everybody gets a little bit sad, and um, I, I forget somehow I mentioned suicide to my wife like a long time ago, like eight years ago or something, and she's like, in my head, I thought to myself, 
if that were to ever happen, like if I were to just give up like that, that they'd all be like, oh, poor tortured Woody. You know, it was really tough. Um, you know, he just couldn't could go on anymore. We loved him while he was here, etc. Uh, but Jackie was like, no, 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 no. I would never forgive you. I would remarry and I would say bad things about you. I would, like, it, it, you would have quit this family and that is not okay. That, you know, like it, 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 committing suicide, she was not in favor of this idea. And um, one of the things she was like, your legacy would not be a positive one. It would not be some tortured guy. It would not be some guy who, you know, gave it all he got and had no more to give. He's like, she, she was just basically like, screw that. You know, that's not how you, you'll be remembered. You'll be remembered as I the totally guy agree with who that. left. Yeah. That's an attitude that more people need to adopt instead of the tortured genius who couldn't bear the weight <clears> of the world any longer. Because then it just encourages people, I think, who are on the fence about it to be like, you know what? I do want to go down. I want people to remember me. They'll remember me as that person who, you know, was so overwhelmed that they couldn't handle it and they you know, we're kind of like a hero now and they'll have like a big group of me at the school and they'll put my achievements up on the wall and say, oh, this is Steve Smith, uh, the the greatest track star ever, even though he wasn't that great. It was the only sport he did. Like just they're imagining this grandiose, you know, final legacy that they're going to have because they killed themselves when you, they need to be told like, hey, don't don't yeah. rage quit just yet. Right. Just, when, you know, when, play through. When Jackie told me, like, no, no, your legacy would be awful and your children wouldn't think highly of you, that was like, you know... It, it's it, a hard truth, but that's a good thing to hear. It, it, it certainly doesn't encourage you to kill yourself. What is it my missing? Oh, I just mouthed fucking pig at Kyle. <laughs> he's, he's taking any opportunity where he's like, is Woody going to start a long sentence? I think he is. I'm going to gamble. And then he throws <laughs> half a taco in his mouth. So anyway, that was my thought process and motivation on that whole Robin Williams thing. Like, I wanted to do for everyone else what Jackie did for me. That, you know, like, no, you will not be able you know, remember. They won't hang your picture in the high school hallways. They won't sit there and sing vigils for you, etc. You're a freaking quitter. And, you know, there's no parade for that. And, uh, you know, that was, that was what was going through my head. And speaking of reason people didn't react the way you wanted them to, to it is cause you were pretty venomous with it. And I'm not like, just cause you were pretty adamant about like, fuck this guy. He's a piece <laughs> of shit. Patch Adams sucked. Uh, flubber subpar. Like, just <laughs> stuff like that. When the, the court rear message though was just like, Hey, don't, don't get some, you know, yeah, the motivation of, of it anyway was reality, you know, perception of what you're going to be like and what you're going to be thought as after this is over because it's not reality. That's not what people are going to think. They're going to forget. And then when they do remember, it will be with like a sense of like reserved bitterness if they were close to you where it's like, oh, yeah, that was kind of a selfish move, you know? Speaking of toughing it out and playing through it, we played Counter Strike uh, CS:GO. We played CS:GO yesterday, the day before. I did. Like and you know, I don't mean to brag, but in some games, I was almost even. Yeah, and some games, and <laughs> some games you were positive. Uh, I don't think that was happened I positive. It's like, maybe I was. Yeah, I think I was positive in a game or maybe one game. But yeah, I had a lot of like five and twenty-two games and stuff like that. I don't it's, know. Uh, is it is it the mouse and keyboard thing? Like maybe you just have less time on it. Yeah, it's totally that. Cause like like when, like I'm I'm often I can get ready for a guy. I'm like, and, and if I had like a controller, I'd be like and kill him. But in the game, I'm just like, ah, and like my crosshairs are just everywhere. And uh, we played for a while last night using the, um, there's a taser. There's a taser that you can equip uh, in one of the game modes. And they call it a Zeus. It's the Zeus 26. 
and uh, and I thought that it would be fun to just like humiliate somebody. I wasn't doing that well with regular guns anyway, so I started running around with just grenades in the Zeus. And this guy jumps around a corner. He knows I'm there. He's got an assault rifle, and I hit him with a stun gun. Kill him. And you can and, and Chiz said you could hear him in the kill feed going Zeus. Zeus! <laughs> <laughs> How did you get the Zeus? It was a game mode where after each round is complete. You uh, you use in-game money to like purchase whatever loadout you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like create a class, but it, it's, it updates every single round, and you can pick your sniper or submachine gun or what kind of pistol, what kind of grenades, and one of the equipment uh, options was the Zeus. I'm awful at it, and part of it is like in COD, you can spray a guy down, right? Like there's a headshot multiplier in COD, but if using a fully auto weapon, you typically just aim for center of mass. In CS:GO. I think I'm so new to the game, but it looks like it's smart to crouch and headshot. And and when you crouch, your reticle sinks, you know, like zooms in a touch, so all the, your bullet spread shrinks. And uh, and you got to crouch and headshot and, and burst fire. Well, I don't think I burst fired as much as I should have then. I yeah, I didn't. Well, and, and I'm just saying it because Chiz kept going on about it, and I did seem to do a bit better when uh, I burst fired. I think my my issues are are mostly with just like being wobbly. Like it's it's my mouse really. I could I could even walk around my my WASD or whatever's mm-hmm. decent. Like I can I can get around corners and such. But when it comes to like ah oh, snapping on that guy and killing him, I'm really sloppy. And uh, especially when they're good and they're strafing and jumping and stuff and making it hard for me. Uh, I suffer. My WASD is perfect. My aim is okay, I think. But my strategy is bad. You know, like I, I, I don't necessarily know that this gun sucks at range or what, you know, how oh, best yeah. to use it. I don't know when I should be like, you know, strafing and just spraying him down versus like crouching and aiming for the head. And that's the stuff I haven't really figured out yet. Yeah, I, uh, I'm with you 100% there too. It uh, it is really fun though. I liked uh, I liked how smooth the game played. I liked how how nice it looks, um, and I liked how many players there were online. It seemed like it was super easy to like jump right in and play anytime you wanted to. There's no waiting around for for games to start. Like it's, it's a constant to me. Um, yeah, it's cod like. Yeah, it has similarities for sure. In in the in that it, there's players and waiting. Too. That's what I meant. Like the lobby. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, like in cod. Getting into a game isn't a big struggle. This, you know, you can always get right into it. Did you I only get about, one kill with the Zeus taser? I think I got one or one to three, something like that. One of the things is it doesn't do a hundred percent damage, so you you had to catch them when they were a little bit wounded, apparently. Because uh, we, we shot a guy one time, and it, it did like ninety four damage or something like that. So I shot a couple people with the Zeus. I think Chiz would did you, too. Would you say that it's strong enough to deter, say, a virtual rapist? Oh, totally so. Yeah, yeah. If there were a virtual rapist after you, uh, I feel like you could you could fend them off with a Zeus unless Chris, they were hacking. How do we feel about virtual rapists, Chris? Well, <laughs> you're in favor of it. I would not have guessed that. Wow. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. How do I look at Chris Hansen? I think I need to look. Let's uh. <laughs> Do you, do you have that thing about the virtual rape? You want you want to? I do. do yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 pull it up. Um, so let's give some backstory for this. What do you familiarize me with it? So, what's the lowdown? What's the skinny? <laughs> I feel like the video starts it off, preps it really well. Let, let's let's just watch the video. I think we're good there. Uh, okay. We lost Kyle for a second, but it, we just need to watch like the first minute and three seconds. 
Well, All Kyle. Right. Kyle, silly Kyle. Kyle, you fuck. He's just, he's doing this on purpose so he can gorge himself on a cold seven-layer burrito. I guarantee, you know Kyle. You know his tricks. That's exactly what he's doing right now. He is, he shut it down on purpose so he could eat the rest of that disgusting, tepid diarrhea feast. Three hour old burrito. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like three hours old at this point. Four hours. I wonder what he eats during the day. Like, like he, he shows these taco meals, right? Like, look, I just got like 14 pounds of Taco Bell, but it's an event, right? Did he eat it all today? No, no, probably like when you're that skinny or he's not skinny. Like when you're that fit. When you are not overweight like that, when when you watch people eat a feast like that, that's not their every day. That's a once in a while thing. And when Kyle does go to Taco Bell twice a week, he probably balances that out by not eating for, you know, 10 hours before that day. Or if he does, it's a snack. Like, you, you just simply can't eat the way he does like that regularly and not be a big fat fuck. Like, there's no way. Uh, I'm gonna so it's a treat for him. Text him and see what the scoop is. His mouth's full, so <laughs> just be uh, chewing. Is he texting us right now? No. Well, I'm pretty bummed about this Chris Hansen thing. He texted me the word internet. I'm going to say, can you fix it? <coughs> this used yeah. to happen to him a lot. Um, oh, by the way, uh, Crunchyroll and Squarespace are our sponsors tonight. They are flipping amazing. Uh, Squarespace mm-hmm. is for websites. Squarespace.com slash PKA gets you, what, a monthly discount, I think, or some percentage off. Check that out. And mm-hmm. uh, Crunchyroll.com slash PKA will get you your first month free. I think it's 6 bucks a month after that. But if you're into anime, nobody does it better than Crunchyroll. And if you need a website, Squarespace is where to get it done. Yep. Two pinnacles of industry respectively go with one of them and you won't you won't regret it exactly and if you need yes. a website about anime i really think you should get both mm-hmm. yes you should <laughs> and tell them that we sent you use the pka code yes. save some money don't be a fool <laughs> what kind oh. of person wouldn't use our code it's foolish i know it's yeah, yeah it's jackass what uh do you want to watch this oh, thing sure, yeah. All right, let me fix your thing. Uh, Kyle might be gone for a little bit, so I have to fix the screen share because your picture got bigger. Let's see. Uh, properties. Sorry, I'm kind of new at this. You've got some layout work I do. ahead of you. First, Chris Hansen doesn't show up. Then Kyle stops to gorge himself on Taco Bell. I want to say, I'm not sure if XSplit would be easier. Oh, well, shit. (laughs) Sounds promising. (laughs) I'm not sure if XSplit would have been easier or harder for this. Well, that didn't work like I wanted it to. What are you even doing? Just setting up the way our faces look on the screen for the upload? So I grab like a subregion of the screen and say, this subregion is Merca. And then... um, I, uh, and then I have to like take that subregion and sort of move it around to fit you on the layout. So, uh, it's, it's not terribly hard work, but what was going wrong was I was, uh, grabbing the corner of Skype and like changing the size of the window instead of grabbing the corner of the subregion and putting it where I wanted. 
Ah. And now you're uh, you're all set. Now I have now it's just you and I, really. I could use the PKN background if I wanted to. Yeah. Might yeah. look better, a little more a little <laughs> clean. So That's Kyle texted us and said he's resetting his router, which uh, for Kyle speak, for those of you out there, means he's taking a hot shit to make room for the rest <laughs> of that garbage. Let's check out this video. And then video. he'll hop back on like a, like a hero. Like, oh, I got it fixed. I forged ahead through diversity. Got it working. <laughs> when really he's just eating. Uh, this one has the wrong screen too. But it's okay. We're going we're gonna to roll with this one in case Kyle comes back. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready, set, play. It's a frightening and disgusting trend in the world of online gaming. Hackers rewriting code to simulate sexual assault. Shauna Hunt is live with the disturbing reality of virtual rape. Shauna. Virtual rape. Well, Roger, in the world of gaming, modifying characters is actually a common thing, but these cases are extreme. These hackers are taking control of games being played online, and they're staging these violent attacks. And the scenes are so disturbing, we had to blur the images. Online, they can take your character, lock them in place, have made their character pantsless, and then can simulate sexual assault with your character. <laughs> and you have to stop it. The graphics are so good. This attack is really realistic, but this is virtual rape. This is great. Rewriting code. Oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> and they tried to phrase it like it was so filthy and awful and just degenerate, but really, it's just silly. It's just goofy nonsense, and like, how great and how comfortable, how, what kind of life of abject luxury do you live in, in this first world, when you can complain about something completely imaginary, <laughs> completely imaginary. I, just the, the next step is like, hey, that guy thought something racist. I can't tell, but he looks like it. I've that been virtually raped. I can tell what's happening. Like, did, it's, it's, what? Did you know that I've been virtually raped? I believe you. This has happened. In DayZ, there is a feature where you can bound another guy. Like, you can make him tie his hands or something. He has to agree to it, but I'm in a, I'm in a bad position because I'm, like, severely outgunned. And uh, he um, first he ties my hands together so I, and makes me get down on my knees. And then he makes me blow him. I have to, I have to give this guy a blowjob. Hey, Kyle. You have to make sound effects and noises. I and didn't. I refused. You know, he was like, get on your knees. And I'm like, oh, this is getting really gay. And... Uh, <laughs> See now you're, you're both like thirty percent more of this, and I'll be uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we we watched that video, Kyle, with the virtual rape, and um, uh, anyway, so yeah, <laughs> the guy virtually raped me. He virtually sexually assaulted me, and I thought it was hilarious. I mean, I didn't like that my character died, and I had to I lost all my cool stuff, but. Um, it was a funny story. I retold it on PKA or PKN or something. And um, I am not the least bit traumatized. If you're traumatized by virtual rape, don't play Grand Theft Auto. Don't. It, it's no, not for it, you. Like the characters are standing there. Like the way that lady was describing it, it was just like, oh, it's just, you know, it shouldn't be allowed. They should be banned from the server. And I was thinking like, okay, this is probably pretty raunchy. And it's just some dude like standing there with a cone levitating above his head with another character bent over in front of him. Not even bent over like, oh my God, this is awful. Bent over like picking something off of a shelf at the supermarket, like looking like a video game character. This is ridiculous. Like that's yeah. the they fact that like, people would make a scene. They like marin marionettes fucking. Like it's Yeah, it's, it's like Team America it's World funny. Police. Just It's funny. Like I don't know why people get upset. I mean, they would have been just fine if you'd ran them over with a Cadillac or bashed their brains in with a baseball bat, but 
Yeah, just rape them a little and everybody loses their minds. <laughs> yeah, all this imaginary virtual shit. Like, but I was just saying, Kylan, wouldn't you agree that it's a sign of a flourishing society when these are seen as problems? Just a flourishing first world hoorah country when this is what we have to worry about. Is like, you know what? Some some make believe stuff online that I do in my free time wasn't uh wasn't totally good with me recently. It's like, oh my god, blog about it. Like it's just I, I don't know. It's it, really it makes silly me not me. like feminism. It, it like cuz I that woman I think is a feminist. I, I think I've seen her in other like, you know, feminist propaganda. I don't know, what needs a better term. And uh just complain about the right stuff, you know, complain about actual gender inequality issues. Uh, When you focus on this kind of bullshit, I I have a hard time with, with, with lining up, you know, they could work on, uh, work on something that's serious. Maybe, I don't know, take a look and be like, Hey, all this uh, female genital mutilation or all this shit happening in a foreign country. That's really not cool. We need to take steps to, you know, make sure people are aware this is still happening and maybe donate some money to a cause or whatever the hell you can do to even stop that, which seems difficult since it's so culturally ingrained some places, instead of being like, hey, this person online in this video game did something I don't like. It's like, you can't, you can no longer take someone seriously when they've complained about something so petty in, in sincerity. Like, they're not complaining about it to be funny like they're really pissed uh, I don't know it, it, and, and it seems really female oriented which I guess you'd say all feminism is but they claim not to be they claim like oh no this is helping guys too oh really are you worried about prison rape no not so much you know it's, <laughs> it's about breast cancer and women's wages alright well then you know, don't bullshit me about being for everybody mm-hmm. yeah just let them complain about stuff but then if you do start to complain about something so minute and silly and such a non-issue, <clears throat> then just expect for everything else you say to be taken with a grain of salt as well. <clears throat> and, and who are they picking on? They're picking on Gamergate and bullshit like that? Seriously? You worried about fucking what armor women are wearing in video games? It's a serious problem, Woody. It's not, though. <laughs> it's not a serious problem at all. It's total horseshit. Woody, you're telling me that game manufacturers who pander primarily to the biggest gaming demographic which is men are going to make games that appeal to that demographic now you're just being ludicrous mm. now my, you're being silly i'm gonna get myself they need in to trouble. cater to specific people individually based on how much they blog so lego makes legos and mostly boys like legos that's a thing so they made new legos and they cater to girls they're like pink and like easier to put together or something like that <laughs> That's not true. They're not easier to put together. Come on. It's, it's like a five, five Lego set. Like, how could they be easy? That's, that's the most sexist thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Great. I love that. You're like, I don't know. They made a pink and they, I don't know. They double as a tampon and they're really easy to put together. All right, bitch. <laughs> Here they are. <laughs> Oh shit, these are lame. <laughs> this is what they made. Oh, that okay, I see what you're saying. These there's only like a couple working pieces in this whole thing. And I don't it's I don't just, like the it, Lego character either. Dude, there's literally a sink Lego for the girls. Like <laughs> Let's make dishwashing fun. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> Get used to it. Got your serving tray? 
Like there's literally a serving tray Lego for this for the girls. That's that's awful. I mean, um, if 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 kids want to play with this, let them go hog wild. But this just seems so boring. I judge people about the way they raise their kids so harshly uh, for someone who doesn't have any aspirations of even ever having a kid. When I'm at the, I'll walk past the toy section at Walmart and I'll see some like scumbag parent being shitty to their kid. Like, no, one Barbie each. And I'm just like, ah, what a shitty parent. But the toys are, are, are awful. Like, the, the toys now, it seems like. What was wrong with the one Barbie each rule? I think I think what really bothered me it seemed it seemed like the 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 boy was getting the, all the cool toys and the girl was was getting some shitty toys. That's what it was. I uh, see. Yeah. I, I think. Well, the girl- you can't judge the kids' toys. They're kids. They're gonna pick out whatever they want. So you can't be like, ah, ah he has better taste in toys. I this kid's going no, places. Parents were like assigning toys to the kids. They were like, yeah, you go over and get you a monster truck, Billy. We'll play with that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, go get some, go get some makeup or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Your mother was still, you know, it was, it was just like, I don't know. I, I hate white trash. It was like an uncomfortable situation in the toy store. Uh, I, I, w- were watching. I get my oil changed at Walmart, so I end up spending like two hours walking around Walmart every time that happens, and I, I see some shit. Yeah. Given two hours in a Walmart, you probably do. So I don't doubt that story one bit. They're really depressed. My daughter took this Lego thing as a big issue. It was like on her mind constantly for a week or two which is pretty long Why? for a teenager. Uh, she felt like Lego was doing some major evil by coming up with crappy girl-oriented Legos. She's like, like she didn't like that the figures looked more human-like, you know, that that was pandering to girls and that the girls should have the same Legos as boys. And it I, is pandering to girls, and it's pandering to boys when they make a spaceship with a bunch of guns. Like, companies are going to make what they think that was people will thing. buy. They, they're not doing it nefariously like, this is how we'll manipulate children. They're like, no, this is our market research, and this is what we're going to make to make as much money as possible. That's all they're doing. Yeah, and if you want your kids to have some different toys, just buy them different fucking toys. Yeah, they're kids. You think they don't have money? <laughs> I wouldn't buy them. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, I, it seems to me that the girls will buy the ones the girls like, and the boys will buy the one the boys like. And, and yeah. you know, there's, dude, knock yourself out. Girls are fucking... Yeah. St- I remember the toys that my sister bought and wanted when we were growing up. My toys were always cool as shit. They, sh- they launched things. They shot things. They, they, they were all... The only cool toy she, had, she ever had was the Easy Bake Oven because, I mean, you basically had your own brownie supply. I mean, Those that is were cool. cool. Yeah, like, yeah. if there had been a male Easy Bake Oven, I'd have wanted one. Uh, yeah. That thing was pretty awesome. I wanted one. So the not tough guy toaster Add on 5% because I wanted an Easy Bake Oven as a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, um, I mean, the ability to make your own brownies as, like, an eight-year-old is pretty fantastic. But other than that, all those dolls she had, like, those, these porcelain dolls with the real human hair and, like, all See, that bullshit. Those like, American girl dolls, those are still popular. And she was probably looking at your toys and being like, those are shitty. Look at my cool no, doll she'd that get I upset. put all these accessories on. Oh, no, then, she'd get upset because, because, she, because I would get one toy. Like, like, my Christmas would be, like, a... A, a bolt action rifle and like a bunch of ammunition or my or like a, an ATV or a car or something and then she'd get like a bunch of little things and the nature of like the nature of 10 50 dollar toys is they're all going to be gone in 3 months but the nature mm-hmm. of my you know 600 700 dollar toy is I've got it now like 29 year old me still has that gun so like that happened a lot and she always complained it was and and dad was basically like pick better toys 
Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want? Let, let, let the kid pick out their own toys. And I have a brief little story about this for when my younger brother, I don't even remember how old he was, probably like four or something or five. And I remember that for his birthday, he wanted a Shave Me Ken. For those of you who don't know, it's like this Ken is Barbie's husband or boyfriend, some shit. Hook is up. he 100% Ken. gay by chance? Uh, Ken? I don't know. No. But he's dating Barbie. No, my brother is not. And he, as far as he you was know. a child, but he saw it and he saw <laughs> Shave Me Ken and this pink Barbie convertible that was remote control. And for some reason, he just got it in his head that he had to have that convertible car with the Shave Me Ken <laughs> because the commercial was like, put the shaving cream on his face and it comes right off. And his stubble would like disappear. <laughs> and I remember when he opened the present, be in there, cause like just I was, I was the outsider looking in. And Is he I see older him or younger? And younger. Uh-huh. And he was freaking out like ah i got the car i got the car like holding it up and like was so excited about it and i didn't get it at the time because i was only like seven or something but i looked up and i saw my dad sitting at the kitchen table just kind of like this his hand in his head like oh is this the beginning of a long trek somewhere or is this just a goofy kid and uh, it was just a goofy kid who wanted some girls toys one year but it was funny looking back on it now seeing the look of disappointment in his eyes have i ever told you about my lemonade stand as a kid no dude so (laughs) so at the top of my block was the rca store i don't know do people even know that as a company anymore it was a big electronics company they hired engineers Mm -hmm. and went to space and shit and uh so you know we decide to have a lemonade stand make a few bucks we go up there we don't make shit like like in like two hours or something we made like two dollars it was awful there's two of us so we had to split it and uh so we start doing like customer surveys on how we can improve our our lemonade (laughs) right we're like you know what's going wrong do you have any tips for us etc and first they're like well work gets out at five you know i would i would put your lemonade stand here as everyone comes out and we're like all right all of a sudden trails like sales like quadruple you know things are going (laughs) yeah but we're like you know seven or something at this point so uh so sales have quadrupled and, and there's tons of traffic coming by. Instead of sitting there for hours and hours and hours, we just work like 30 minutes for eight bucks. And uh, so we're like, all right, this customer survey shit is really paying off. And we keep talking to people like, hey, you know, what can we do? Do you want other flavors? What do you want? And they said, well, payday's Friday. I'd come on Friday. Sales double again. Now we're making like $16 in like 30 minutes. <laughs> and, uh, and we're all excited about this. We get back to my friend's house and uh, his fucking alcoholic asshole dad was like, well, that was my lemonade powder. I'll take the 16. And his fucker took all our money and bought booze with it. That was my child. That's a, that's a good life lesson for taxes and things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the irresponsible government comes in. I'll be taking that. <laughs> yeah. I got some missiles and for some brown people. To, it's a whole thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. He, um, like, we went over to that guy's house. You know, we went over his house all the time. But um, my friend left his bike, like, in the driveway. And the fucking drunken asshole got in his car and mangled the bike. 
just like he ran over it and the, like the it was just a like a twisted mess of its former and this wasn't like a truck or anything this is like a four-door <laughs> sedan that ran over a bicycle right so, well, he knew there was a kid attached to the bike yeah he doesn't care you know, and, and like as a kid it was like oh he hit the bike that really sucks as an adult it's like no way you run over a fucking regular car over a bicycle it pops out the front and you don't know what's happening like you didn't catch this scenario going down so loud. it would be so loud you gotta be, oh, you gotta be right. drunk it's as so a skunk to picture that while he's driving like a dodge neon <laughs> and it is that he like accidentally hit it with a toyota tundra or something with right. 16 dollars of children's money and lemonade <laughs> on his breath <laughs> yeah and so he ran over the bike and uh the neighborhood parents all got really mad about it but the neighborhood kids are all like, "Well, mistakes happen," and and but now as an adult, I'm I'm siding with the parents. I'm like that fucking drunk asshole was riding through this like, you know, little suburban neighborhood, uh, drunk, right? That's crazy. crushing bikes. So did you? That's ever- like not even a little buzzed driving. That's no. just full on blackout drunk, hammered driving. He was an alcoholic, uh, and his profession was bartender. So that was a thing. Well, at least it wasn't enabling him. <laughs> he might have drank on the job. That was my theory. Mm. Mm. I think Did you ever uh, try to like get your lemonade stand or anything like that going again? Um, yeah, we did. We did stuff like that again. Uh, I remember one time we had to raise money for the Boy Scouts, so we applied our lessons learned. Like, all right, yeah, well, we can raise money for Boy Scouts. We'll just go to the RCA Friday at quitting time, and uh, and that did really well. Um, you know, I saw a thing on Reddit the other day. It was maybe it was a shower thoughts, and they said something along the lines of, you know, why don't the Boy Scouts sell jerky like the Girl Scouts sell cookies? It seems like I a good idea. I don't want their yeah. off-brand jerky. They could. Have, what if what if Boy Scout now Girl Scout cookies? You don't think of those as off-brand? No, but what? they're not good. Everybody creams their pants talking what? about <laughs> and shortbread cookies. Nah, fuck like, all that. Samoas. Those Samoas are delicious. They're just not. Everybody just beats each other off about, oh, I can't wait for the Girl Scout cookies to get here. I can't wait for the Girl there's Scout cookies. There's graham cracker. There's, there's, there's caramel. The there's all chocolate. The there's coconut. The <laughs> nah, the Samoas are, the, are, are legitimately le- Samoas are legitimately like one of the best cookies out there. No, I got some Samoa some ice cream chewy, upstairs. Some Chewy Chips Ahoy. You know why they have Chewy Chips Ahoy and not shitty oh, Girl Scout cookies in the store? Is because they ha- everybody wants them. Everybody wants Oreos double stuffed. Those everybody are wants children special co- Oreos. I, I feel like Chewy Chips Ahoy are like the most childlike of all cookies. Like I feel like you need a, a cup of juice to go with that. Oh, it's too childlike and you're buying it from six-year-old girls on your front door. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That, Girl Scout cookies are the cookies of adults. Those, they, they are not good. That who buys Girl Scout cookies? Kids don't have money, like you said. Pedophiles it, buy Girl Scout cookies. Well, Girl, yeah. But Girl Scout. What do you think, Mr. Hanson? Those fucking folding card tables are Kyle's Tinder. <laughs> 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 Swipe right on this, babe. That's all. <laughs> no, I I don't like thin mints very much. I don't think they're that great. Uh, the shortbread <laughs> things are just terrible. Those I think there's some peanut butter ones. I don't like those either. And then may, there, even, there may even be like lemon snaps, but the only good ones are Samoas. Those are the best ones. They're coconut, caramel, chocolate, and graham cracker. And I, I, I think it, that sounds good. Like ten years ago, I said the best ones. Ten years ago, I said these like peanut butter ones were good. Now people buy them for me, and I'm like, it's a fucking chore. 
They're not that good. <laughs> and you have to hold up the lie. Like the second year they've done it, we're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. thought of you. We got this for you. I want to. Oh, can't wait to get home and devour these. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love Samoas. I legitimately, they're like one of my favorite cookies. I like Oreos. I like Samoas. And uh, I don't know. I guess I like this M&M cookies, the white macadamia nut cookies from uh, Subway. Those are good. My uh, daughter's school is raising money right now. And uh, oh, that reminds me, I bought Selling something. Soup tops or whatever. Uh, they're so they they did a silent auction, and I bought something. I uh, that looks good. I, I don't know how quickly I can find it. I want to get you guys run the show. I try and be back in less than a minute. That way I'll ask Jackie where it is. Um, that way I won't be as gone as long. I don't know. Kyle, you think we can run it? <laughs> I'm just going to eat Taco Bell the whole time he's gone. And I'll just go on a monologue about thin mint cookies. <laughs> I, uh, no, I really do like those Samoas. Those are good. When did Girl Scout sell their cookies? When does that happen? Spring, maybe? Mm. So It is spring, so you'd think it'd be cookie season. Yeah, when Jackie texts find, me back, we'll find out. I need to no find idea. some Girl Scouts. Are there any other like foods... I'm like excited about this about thing that I bought. That you think are disgusting, just like, or just not disgusting, but not as good as everybody says. That bothers <laughs> you. I'm trying to think. KFC. Yeah, KFC is not very good. Taco Bell. Well, Kyle, it, Kyle's give, for those of you listening. Kyle just gave a look of stern disdain <laughs> uh, towards Woody. I, he does not approve. Yeah, no, I, I, everyone goes wild about Taco Bell. It's like it somehow became fashionable almost. Bacon is another one. Like, I, I like bacon fine, I guess. I mean, it's okay. But on the internet, people treat bacon. Like, it, I think it's a big joke, but people are just like, oh, my God, bacon is the most amazing thing. There's the TV commercials where the woman put bacon in her purse to attract guys. Oh, you found it. Thank you. Can I read to you what I bought? Yes. Read it like Floyd Mayweather. Mr. 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 Michael Farrow. Imagine Mr. Lord Mr. of the Rings. Mr. Michael Farrow. Yeah. Mr. Michael Mr. Michael Farrow. <laughs> so, Mr. Michael Farrow, digital music creation and chorus. This is what I bought. An original personalized song written and performed for anniversary or birthday. Now, it's not limited to those two things. Have you ever wanted to write a song for your partner? Michael Farrell will write an original personalized song in the gender or genre of your choosing, details of your, including the details of your relationship. The package includes one performance, one digital recording of the song. It's a steal for a wedding, birthday, engagement, or anniversary. Mr. Michael Farrow is going to be on this show. Mr. Michael, we are going to write a song on the PKA subreddit together, a song parody, or perhaps we'll do a competition. Someone will write a PKA-oriented version of Shake It Off by Taylor Swift or whatever, and Mr. Michael Farrow, who plays the guitar, will sit next to me on camera kicking off a painkiller already. That's what how I much, bought. How much did it cost? 80 bucks. Patreon That's money, baby. Bad. That's does, not bad at does, all. Does he write the song? Uh, so you get him, like, he says he writes the song, the but I think that in this case, we should write the song. I think that it mm -hmm. should be like us and the subs putting together and maybe uh, he could rap. I don't know. We got to get this guy singing. Or, or you come up with a scenario for your freebie where it's like, <clears throat> honestly, I just found out my wife's cheating on me. I'm about <laughs> to break up with the bitch and I want to do it this way. 
break it off them, break it yeah, off see? <laughs> <laughs> have them write a really uncomfortable song I, I the only the only qualifications is i don't want to include any mentions of rape or curse words like this guy can't lose his job he can't read the the lyrics and be like what no i don't I, think me and kyle were you know holding our breath hoping for that so <laughs> none of the, that being not you as long as it's not virtual i was right. i was thinking of involving the subreddit and uh oh. you know like hey write some lyrics let us know what you know like come up with a couple verses and uh and maybe picking the best one i don't know but we could do a we're gonna have a, a guy perform on painkiller already he's the music teacher at my hope at my hopes at my hopes high school and uh um it should be awesome yeah that's, that's I, actually a pretty cool win given what you do for a living now and maybe he'll like, I'll make you famous, Michael Farrow. <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll blow up after this, become the next Justin Bieber. Probably not, but you know. No, no. <laughs> Be egging houses. <laughs> How old is this guy? I don't know. I don't know what he looks like. If I was, oh, in, I thought I know okay. nothing about him. I just know that he's a music teacher, and I confirm that he plays the guitar. Well, that'll be good. Yeah, I'm, forward to that. I'm really excited about it. I, I, I think it was a really good purchase. Yeah, cheap enough. Yeah, so uh, so I won. It's f- we should take our money out of Chris Hansen and into song parodies. Yeah, we could have him the next two months for what we gave Hansen. That's true. Well, we should totally get a refund out of Chris Hansen who didn't yeah, show. Yeah, get, get no entertainment value out of that guy. I, I really do kind of want my money back on this shit. Well, I mean, I'm sure he'll show up at another time, right? Well, is he going to well, be on time and professional and shit? I mean, like at this point, he's three and a half hours late. I, I don't think I, I can recall ever being this late for something like that. No. Well, I, I'd say he's called it off at this point. I don't think he's like, ah, I'll be there. I just got. Let me just finish this last thing up. Like it's not like that. Like he's not rushing to get here right now. Like it's that. That's over. But no, it, he's probably forgotten about it. Well. Then you know. Was it the agent you guys spoke to, or was it just as him directly? He said he would be here. I think it's it, his agent. It just seems like we should, you know, get our money back. It's true. Mm. Very I, unhappy I, about this. Yeah, I, I think, like I'm. I, you might say, "Well, I'll come some other day." Well, I mean, yeah, but we could have had a guest tonight. Mm-hmm. We could have yeah. had someone else, and now Kyle's frozen. Yes. So effectively, it's PKN you know, again. Uh-huh. I wish Chris Hansen were here. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be nice. Ask him all. We came up with such great questions, you guys. We did. Great we, questions. We've got a whole bunch of them listed along the side. Questions. Mm-hmm. And he was going to chime in on the virtual rape video game thing. I would have been interested in his opinion on that. But mm-hmm. I'm almost kind of afraid when he gets on here that it's going to be like not... Uh, not tell all because he's not going to do that. He's not writing a book or anything. But I feel like he's going to be too reserved about everything. I'm hoping that he'll be awesome. Any- right? He works in entertainment. So, mm-hmm. um, like when we got Anthony Kumio on here, that guy could have led this show. You know, oftentimes yeah, our guests, if you know, if you left them to their own devices, would just sit there boring and scared. But Anthony Kumio is not that guy. Anthony Kumio could easily do this. He does it for a living. Um, I would hope that with Chris Hansen, you know, he, he hits it back. Yeah, he doesn't just say yes, no, and, and, and be boring. He, you know, it engages and develops and turns, you know, something small into something big. I would hope that with a guy like Chris Hansen or anyone who works in entertainment, that they would, they would, be, they would light up and know how to do an interview and hit it back. But, uh, 
Or they could just fucking irresponsibly not show and that, not tell us and, you know, have their agent not get back to us also. Just go total radio silence. That's one way they could go. Yeah, that's that's the worst way. <laughs> and it's what's happening. Is there a way to just cancel payment? Um, I'll have to look at it. Uh, uh, product not as described would be the thing I'm looking at. But... Um, you know, I want to look at the product description and make sure that it's, you know, that I'm right on this. Oh, is that like what it's called for Kickstarter or whatever? If you want to for PayPal you know, renege and then yeah. take your money back for PayPal, that's, you know, if you buy something and this product not as described like that, then yeah, that would be a thing. Um, but, uh, whatever it's, it's early to fuss about this. I'm just upset. I'm mad right now because he, he told us he'd be here and he fucking flaked on us. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Maybe he's out catching a pedophile. He, nope, because the show hasn't even started back up. And what he doesn't on, do that unless the show is filming. Maybe maybe he does that in his private time. Like that's just what he does. Like we'll see on Twitter or TMZ later that like he killed a pedophile tonight and we'll be like, ah, well he was you know we'll the pedophile we'll is in the then. kitchen, like frantically looking around for cameras as he walks around the corner <laughs> with just the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Have a seat. Have a seat right over There's here. There's no one else here. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even a girl. I got bored and didn't want to do a podcast. <laughs> My new show was a little bit like To Catch a Predator and Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I'd like that if Chris Hansen like snapped and went on he, he started killing the pedophiles and like he's just piling them up every time he shows up. I'm sure he's not. But I think it'd be funny if you turned out to be a pedophile, much like a Republican who votes against gay people. I'm not on board with that. I'm I, not on board with that either. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just go too far. Like, it was okay when he was piling up pedophile bodies in the garage, but when you made him a pedophile, that just seems like... I, I was just... There, it happened recently. Uh, a Republican who voted against gay rights his entire career came out as gay. And uh, somehow that parlayed into like, wouldn't it be funny if the to catch a pedophile guy, you know, was in a it similar would situation? It would be the perfect cover. It would. Like the, the guy who was totally <laughs> against it had an, his own show, and then he ends up doing it. The no one would suspect. I don't know. I don't get why gay republic, like gay elected officials who are Republican, have to vote against, like, hate themselves so much. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. You, you're just gay, dude. It's okay. Like, that, no one gives a shit that you're gay. Um, well, their electorate cares. Go Democrat it then. I, I, I don't give a fuck that they're gay. You just, dude, suck a dick. Make some guy happy. Knock yourself out. Uh, you know, you don't have to... You heard it here first. You don't have to devote yeah. your entire career to self-loathing. Uh, I, I don't get why you're so tortured. And, it, and it's a pretty common story. <laughs> just You know who doesn't suck dick? That's Crunchyroll. Now, <laughs> the world's largest I think online that's their new logo. Anime. Or, uh, that's right. We don't suck dick around here. <laughs> Crunchyroll.com slash PKA. That is how you do it, folks. You go to Crunchyroll.com, enter the offer uh, slash PKA, and sign up for a premium to get the world's finest collection of anime free for 30 days with zero ad. Doesn't matter what kind of device you're watching it on. They got several new shows they want you to know about. Uh, but this month, the, the ones they, they wanted us to mention were... Uh, let's see. I always fuck up the pronunciation of this one. No, you uh, don't. So, okay, give it a shot. Crunchyroll is, is it the Gintama? Yes. 
<laughs> that is it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. It's Gintama Nisekoi. Yes! Yeah, Gintama Nisekoi. Perfect. And uh, Kuroko's... Uh, oh, no, I did fuck it up. See, I did fuck it up. They were separate. There are three shows. There's Gintama, there is Nisekoi, uh -huh. and there's Kuroko's Basketball 3. I don't know what I was Perfect. thinking to get confused <laughs> like that. I... I love these shows. What can I say? So, what is that? What's Kuroko's Basketball Three about? You mentioned it briefly oh, to me before the show. It's so fucking good. It's a little bit like Space Jam, but yeah, yeah, it's like Space Jam except there's some like communist overtones, and uh, and I'm oh, pretty sure. Yeah, it's a little weird. I it it lost me in the third season to be honest. Um, uh, I like the second season though. Kuroko's Basketball Two. Uh, if you're familiar, but um, Kuroko's Basketball 3, that's on there uh, this month, so check it out. Uh, Crunchyroll.com slash PKA. Get a free month. And I also wanted to mention Squarespace. Squarespace is truly uh, in my heart. I think they are my favorite sponsor. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast <coughs> to create your online professional website, portfolio, or store for a free trial and 10% off. Visit Squarespace.com and enter offer code PKA at checkout. A better web starts with your website. They are... Really nice. Uh, I, I think, I'm sorry, I lost my place. Yeah, plans start at $8 a month and include a free domain name if you sign up for a year. So, there you go. On Kuroko's Basketball 3 here, I'll, I'll explain it. Now in their third year, Kuroko and the team started to prepare for a three-peat of the national championship. However, now that the Generation of Miracles no longer had any enemies, victory was just a quota to fill. And in order to rid themselves of boredom... Ion Mine and others started fighting for the top scorer in an official game. Even with such an attitude, the team shows overwhelming strength and wins through the main tournament of the Nationals. Oh, God damn it, Woody. <laughs> Meanwhile... You mean the, the, the third season they win too? Ruin the whole thing. They, apparently, they, they, they can't be beaten. It, was it, Bill Murray in this one? Yes. Uh, he was in season two, I believe, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was Ichiban, the center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he voiced him. Oh, well, of course, Kyle. It's an anime. Goose. <laughs> did, yeah, did, you see the, did you see the animated thing that Seth Rogen's making called Sausage Party? Is this another joke or is this real? No, this is real. Oh, no, I haven't. Seth Rogen is making an animated Pixar-quality film called Sausage Party. It's in a grocery store. It, it's uh, All the characters are food items, and they slowly come to the realization... Um, that they're going to be eaten when they're they, they think that there's like some happy afterlife when they get bought but they slowly realize that they're actually just going to be eaten there's tons of sex there's a food orgy at one point a cucumber has sex with a hot dog bun he says it's incredibly filthy uh, and, and it's coming out at some point in the near future that just doesn't sound like it has legs Sausage sounds like party. That'll, it'll have a bunch of the same puns and jokes for the first 40 seconds, and then it will be episode after episode of that again well, it's and a, again. It's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah. It's like a Pixar. It's a, he said it's a Pixar-quality animated movie. So I don't see a sausage or a cucumber having sex with a hot dog bun. Like, I don't think it's, it's properly vaginal. What would be a better food item for the cucumber to have sex with? Watermelon. Pumpkin, I was going to say. Yeah. Pumpkin, very good. Thank you. Maybe a, a honeydew or a cantaloupe. Mmm, cantaloupe. Mm -hmm. I like that. I feel like you could... Yeah, cantaloupe <laughs> I'm a fan, go. too. Yeah, yeah. you could you <laughs> just throw that thing in the microwave. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You could yeah. tomatoes work. Mmm. I, I think that, that cucumber is just going to obliterate right through that tomato. That tomato <laughs> wants nothing to do with it. My wife once bought a dirty VHS tape way back in the day about how to please your lover. 
And uh, there was a scene in there in which they microwaved a tomato, cut the center out, and used it as a masturbatory aid. Wait, you have another person there with you that you're having sex with. She does this to the husband. Microwave. Yeah. Really? It's that's a, it's a group that's thing. That's awful. My, that seems like it would take you right out of the mood. Uh, like you're, <laughs> you're escalating into it, and then it's like, hold up for a second, and then she disappears into the kitchen, and then the next thing you hear is like your microwave, like, and she takes the tomato out cuts a hole what if she makes the hole too big what if she makes the hole too small i was more concerned about too hot and too cold oh yeah it's also like that fucking tomato flesh probably becomes like hot plasma yes you don't want to be fucking around with that that sounds like an awful idea we just watched the tape together and we're like you down for this one yeah, I'm down for that one. You down for this one? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Pass on that one. And the tomato one was a pass. Oh. I wish you would have lied and told me about it. Because that would be, <laughs> be a funny story. Try it out. Right, viewer, make a thread or comment. You, you try, uh, try a bunch of different fruits. Tell us what works best. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. It's funny because mm-hmm. like, when Kyle or... Or I guess hypothetically you, I don't know for sure. But like when Kyle talks about like a, a, an ex or girl or something that he did, you don't really nail it down to a particular person, right? When I tell a sex thing, I'm, I'm talking about Jackie. <laughs> you know? that's, oh, that's true. Because yeah. yeah, she's probably not very happy about that if you get too lewd. Yeah, it's not really an anonymous thing. So I wonder if I can, ooh, I can fix you. That was a much easier way to deal with the problem. But now there's links. Oh, wait. What's... Bam. I, I put you properly on the, on the layout now that Kyle... Because when Kyle disappears, you probably see it too. Like, I jump in and yeah. I'm front and center. So the screen share wasn't quite right. And now it is. Nice. I found a better way to do it. Oh, bet it's, it looks great. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of sepia. Sepia toned. I like that. Sepia toned. <laughs> uh, uh, so, what game was your girl playing in the background at the start of the show? Uh, Borderlands pre sequel. Oh, I've played that. We played mm-hmm. that. That game was, I want to say, bad enough that it ended PKA plays. After we beat that game, we're all like, <laughs> you know what? We don't want to play games together anymore. Screw this. I, I had fun with it. We we play it together when we do play it. We haven't played it in months, but. We played Borderlands 2 together a lot. And so when that came out, we obviously played through, beat that on regular Ultimate Vault Hunter, True Vault Hunter, whatever one's higher, I don't recall. Mm-hmm. But I think it's fun. I like it. It's just like a who gives a shit, play around for a little while game that you don't really have to care about. When the... Ooh, sorry, so tired. Um, when the first Borderlands came out, I was still playing COD 4. And that was like the World at War year. So I had had, I didn't start COD 4 when it first came out, but I had like a year and a half in COD 4 and then Borderlands dropped and I was so desperately thirsting for a new game before Modern Warfare 2 came out that I loved mm-hmm. it. And, uh, ooh, now I should be able to fix this lickety split. I apologize for that. I have no idea what's going on tonight. I'm sure it's uh, totally your it- fault. It's uh, it's actually both of them, both of my lines are going down. Um, it's like simultaneously and intermittently, so hasn't been going on lately at all. This is the first time in weeks that I've been aware of, and I'm yeah, that sucks. You need a dual WAN router with follow failover. Yeah, I know what that is. And you oh yeah, one of those. <laughs> can it, will those hit warp three? 
<laughs> they go Mach 3. Oh, you put yeah. it how on many, your drone, you can travel back in time. Yeah, how many teraflops can I run through one of those bad boys? <laughs> 6.1. Uh. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, I, I was convinced, Kyle, that you were just... Inten until the second time, but I thought the first time your internet went down that you were pulling a sneaky Kyle maneuver and just turning it <laughs> off and then feasting on your remaining Taco Bell. Now, I will say this, like, like I, what I do is I hurriedly, like, I'm pushing buttons and trying to get stuff going, but the, sometimes there's, like, machine time where, like, the, the PC's, like, you know, restarting. I'm just going at it, like, this, uh, this, this Mexican pizza is mostly gone now, yeah, as you can see. Uh, once it's gone, we're gonna move on either to the seven-layer burrito or the double-decker taco supreme. I haven't decided which. Oh, oh, the possibilities. Now, are you still hungry? Yeah, I can just keep going. But you're not still hungry. No, I'm not you hungry. Just, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not, like, thirsting for more food. I, yeah, I don't want more food. Like, it's not like, ah, I need more to keep going. It's like, oh, I can eat some more. Hmm. Aren't I, you going to feel terrible? Like, no. in an oh, hour... No. First, when, it, when this ends, you're probably I don't understand like, that. I hear people talk about that. I hear people talk about things like hangovers, things like, um, like, oh, yeah, I ate a big meal. I can feel it. And like, like indigestion and stuff like that. I'm not familiar with any of these things. Wait, you're not I, familiar with the hangover? You are familiar with the hangover. When we got trashed that night, the next morning, you, <clears throat> you were complaining about it. <clears throat> In Joliet. The only On time all that tequila and vodka. Oh, I don't Patron. remember. I, I, I honestly don't remember <laughs> that. Uh, I, the only time I remember being hungover is uh, after a night in Austin, Texas, where I was vomiting all night long. So, uh, but for the most part, like especially with like meals like this, like no, I'm gonna feel great. I could eat all this and then go swim if I wanted to. Not well, but but like it, it just I, I don't I don't get it. Like like I'll be fine. I'm with you on that. My my problems are more like like I know I fucked up. You know, like look what he did. I could lose a few pounds. I'd like to. And if I were to eat what Kyle has tonight, I'd be like, well. You know, now you have to work that much harder. You just yeah. took a step backwards. Yeah, I'd have to have like a pep talk <laughs> to, to make myself feel better about myself. If I ate what you ate tonight, I'd have to like go in the bathroom I'm... later, have like a nasty fire sauce burp, and then look in the mirror and just be like, what have you done? I... What have you done, and, you piece of shit? You and fat piece of shit. Is, like, I like, weigh myself. Stomach, shake it. Are you no, being I, serious? I, I or are you goofing? Every day, I weigh myself every day. Um, when I when I was uh, what I would consider to be like peak physical condition, like going into the paintball event, I weighed 178 uh, pounds, uh, something like that. Uh, at one point, I had dropped down like 174, uh, but but I didn't think that that I, I thought I needed to gain a little more, so I got back up to like 178 pounds flat, and uh, right now I'm at like 179.2 pounds. I've been eating so much garbage for like the last week or so, and only a pound, one point two pounds, like that's nothing. Like it's it's. Are you sure you're one seventy nine? I didn't think that you were heavier than me. You weigh less. I can't. One hundred seventy nine. Last time I weighed myself, I was like one. I was one sixty eight. What? But I guarantee I've gained like four or five pounds since then. So I'm wow, probably like one seventy four, one seventy three. You're like six foot. You're like six foot even though. I'm a little bit taller than you, I think. But but wow, you you are skinny. I just got a big head. There's like thirty pounds <laughs> of skull and face tissue here. Yeah, it's just, just like I'm really I'm built like a lollipop. What can I say? <laughs> I am. I can't wear sunglasses. I look like an asshole because it bows out on the sides. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh, 
in any case, uh, yeah, that's really skinny. I'm 178. I bit when we were in Chicago way back when. I was 225. Think about that. Was that the when I was there? You were 225. Yeah, yeah. We weighed ourselves in the gym uh, there at the hotel, and I was like 225, and you were like 200. Yeah, I don't remember you being that heavy. Yeah. We I, were both pudgy fucks. Oh yeah, yeah. I was eating steak every night. Like, like there was a period where we like we ate steak every night. Like I, my cholesterol must have been scot- off the charts because it was like filet mignon like five nights a week at least. Yeah, but that's good, right? Cholesterol off the charts, better than everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't even measure my levels. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> they said they've never seen anything like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my current weight. We, we haven't brought the scale to the new house. I haven't been weighed in a while. It's probably like 202-ish, which is higher than I want it to be. But uh, I, I got a nice scale. I don't know. I guess I, I probably got a decent scale. I got a 50, 50 or $60 scale. <laughs> I, I like its features. I like that there's not a whole bunch of Morse code and getting complicated. You just stand on it. It weighs you, and then you get off, and, and there's no bullshit. I've, been, I've had scales that seem to be like... He's gone. But I agree with the point he's about to make. Like when a scale wants to like come up with your body fat and some sort of health percentage and some like other judgments that passes on you, I see that you're back now. Uh, you're like, no, I just, I just want to wait and I want it fast. I, I, I would like to have my body mass index and all that, but it can't do it. At- you can just Google that too, right? You just figure out the weight and the height, and you can figure that out. Uh, I don't know the body mass calculation. I know you can calculate it. Is that how it Before I lost weight, I went online and I checked, and I was like, oh, gross. And then I fixed it. But there that's... you go. I, uh, yeah, I, since we moved, I've been eating better. Like more home-cooked meals, not just going to restaurants, waiting for my fucking contractor to do his job for three months. And, uh, and that's had a positive effect, I think. We'll get the scale probably tomorrow. We're going over there. So typically on Friday mornings, I don't have to drive Hope to school. Jackie does it because I'm up late doing PKA. I wonder if that will hold true here. Why wouldn't it? I don't know. Something to do with letting the dogs out or a lack of sympathy. I don't know. It's harder now. Oh, are you further from her school? That's true. Yeah, we are further from her school. All the other commutes are a little better. Like, you know, Collins therapy and parkour and all, a bunch of things that we do. But uh, Hope School is farther. Which, she'll start driving herself in December. Which that's oh, so then it doesn't even matter. You're so close to the end. That, that was kind of the thought process. Like, yeah, she can handle it herself. And you might say, well, you know, you're just pushing it onto her. Yeah, but she does half of it. I drive her there, then I drive back solo. And today I went, you know, solo to pick her up and then I drive her back. You know, that's, you know, she only does half of it. I have to do both halves. I want to know your, what's your curfew plan for her? Do you have like a whole thing set up where you're going to be like, all right, you got to be home by midnight or 11 or whatever and no boys and none of this or that. She just got, you getting nervous. She just got invited to the prom a couple of weeks ago and she's picked out her dress and her shoes and her purse and this and that. And um, the curfew was pretty early. It was, but then they said they wanted to go out to dinner after the party. And um, this became a thing. Now, they're only friends, but like I went to the prom. Okay. Right? 
I went to the prom yeah. with a girl, and I guess we had like broken up before the prom started. I still got to second base. Uh, old school second base rules. Not the, I don't know what second base is nowadays. I think What's it's old school second base. Off the shirt. Like nowadays, second base is anal or something. Like I don't. I don't know. It's the fucking bases got rearranged. And yes. And yeah. But anyway, so I got to old school second base, and we were only friends. So I'm hip to your games. Uh, I'm not. I don't. Oh wait, I forgot to turn off Kyle. Anyway. Uh, so what we did, they wanted to go out to dinner and we're trying to like balance this, you know, like, all right, I don't want you to look like a square to use my fifties hip, fifties language <laughs> and this, you know, but I also want to make sure everything is cool. And I'm like, all right, let's do this, but we'll FaceTime, you know, like, Hey, when you get to the restaurant, FaceTime me, when you leave the restaurant, FaceTime me and, um, you know, we'll make sure everything is good. And she started complaining about the amount of data that that takes. And I'm like... Like, there's a problem here when, like, I don't know, Dad, that's a lot of data. Can I send you a picture? And in my head, I'm like, she could just take, like, six pictures and do whatever she wants for the next two hours. I want her, mm -hmm. like, FaceTime available. Just you want to be able to see those, those eye movements and those reactions. Make sure it's not like, how you doing, honey? Uh, we're just having the best time here at Red Robin. Or, like, <laughs> just clearly lying to you. I didn't even think of that. Um, I would just... I'd, like I didn't want to take like six pictures on location, like ch -ch 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 -ch, and then filter them to me over the next two hours. You know, I'm still here. Now I'm doing this. Yeah, hold up a newspaper next to you. What day is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But um, uh, what was I gonna say? Anyway, so she has to FaceTime you every we, couple hours, or we uh, we got it all worked out so that you know she was gonna responsible. And by the way, the guy she's going out with, I think he's a year older. And he can drive by himself. And that's like a thing too, you know, like when I was a kid, people used to drink and drive on the prom. It was like a big deal. They used to put a, like a fatality accident in the school, like in front of the school, like the wrecked car, the car wreckage and stuff. And, um, we always rented a limo so that like no one had to concern themselves with bad driving. But, uh, this guy's, this boy's going to be driving and they're only friends. But like you said, you know, sometimes friends become good friends on prom night. And uh, then they canceled the whole dinner thing, so they just kind of come home after the prom. But she got, like, full approval to go out so long as she was, like, leashed, I'll say. And, uh, and then they canceled it. But that's, Sounds like you weren't too stringent with it. Not I, like, be home by 9.45 and, the, you know, pulling a bunch of horse shit. The philosophy on it goes like this. Like, it, she, there are what I call freedom bombs. You know, these freedom bombs that get dropped on her. Now, one happens when she gets her license, and the other happens when she goes away to college. And um, Kyle says he's not looking good. Um, the, I, what I want is for her to, you know, experience this freedom and not go wild with bad behavior. Now, my friend, when I was a sophomore, when he got his driver's license, uh, he was like number fifth in our school and there were like whatever 350 kids maybe in our class and he was fifth academically like he was sort of in the running for valedictorian you know he's one of those guys and uh, he finished at like 10 percent or something like that you know it was a big drop he went from fifth to like 30th and um, and then when he went to school you know it was another like freedom exposure and he didn't do well with it and I think that's it's almost cliche that like this girl who's under super strict rules in high school goes to college and just goes wild yeah. in goes in, hog wild and 
exactly some regrettable decisions exactly so i'm trying to loosen up the reins you know so that when they get these you know freedom bombs they're able to handle it properly and that's why she was able to like go out and stuff on prom night that's the line you got to toe because it's hard because if you're too strict i know if like my parents were ever too strict with me which they weren't bad like i would be thinking like if i got the opportunity to get hammered like in a high school party or something, I'd be like, well, who knows when this opportunity is going to arise again? My parents are going to have me on lock and key, so I better get super drunk and be really reckless. I got to pack a lot of fun into one night <laughs> as opposed to like if, you know, your parents, because there was always those parents in high school where they would be like, now you can't go out and drink, but you can have all your friends here and drink. And then those kids are always a little more muted, you know, because <laughs> it's like, all right, I can do this whenever I want. These kids are coming over and they're going to get shitty and rowdy, but you know, this isn't, this is just another night for me. It's kind of a balance. I took hope to a concert and uh, concerts are fun, funny now. Like they have parent areas. I don't think they had parent areas when I was a kid, but they literally have like parent daycare at these concerts. So I go and then we're available via text, you know, just around the corner or upstairs or whatever. And, uh, she had two friends that were going, they were twins and they're like, you can go provided that like Hope's dad is there. And she's like, but Hope's dad needs to call me and confirm that this is real. And they're, <laughs> yeah, so they're like, you need to call this, this mom who I, I met her one time, but I didn't really know her and it was awkward for me. And, uh, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going, it's real. You know, I'll be there and everything is cool. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye on your girls and et cetera. And then I got their phone number, sounds really pedo. And I was like, hey, it's Hope's dad you got an issue, you text me, I'll be right on top of it. And, um, uh, but her mom said something that burned into my head. She's like, you know, I've got good girls, but this is the age at which kids try things. So, you know, I, I just wanted to double check their story. And I thought, yeah, I like the way you're parenting, you know, trust, but confirm. So that's yeah. the thing. That's good with the advent of like FaceTime and cell phones now. You can actually hold kids accountable. Right. Like for what they're doing at a lot bigger extent. You can make sure that they're not pulling a fucking weekend at Bernie's and, you know, just gallivanting around or goofing off. That's not a good thing, actually, because it's more fun when you can do those things. But <laughs> as far as safety is concerned, from a parent's perspective, I can see how that would make it a lot less stressful. Um, what was I going to say? Uh... Yeah, yeah. So I try to be hip to the whole tech thing and how that can work. Um, but we're using it, excuse me, to give her more privileges. I think Kyle is here, maybe? Hopefully. After his... I'm here. Mouth stuffing. All oh, right. there you are. Kyle's here. <laughs> yeah. It's going well. Yeah, uh, camera? Uh, you can't see me? That's true. No. Can you it, it, press... I, I, my video's on, like it's... Well, we'll see where that goes. So you definitely don't have the little... Can you turn it off and on? Oh, it's coming. Oh, I turned it off and then on. Now I see you. Ah, Woody perfectly diagnosed it. <laughs> Can you restart it? Um, welcome back. We were just talking about parenting and hope and easing her privileges so that she can handle her freedom well. When is she going to come play some Civ with me? Uh, I, I've thrown down the gauntlet. You have. You know, when you first challenged her, I think she could have hung with you. But the Kyle of today is a stronger player than the Kyle of six months ago. 
We played last night for God knows how long. It, it really wasn't fun. We, uh, I tweeted. I believe you. <laughs> yeah, so I tweeted out, you know, uh, that, that, that Chiz and I were playing and we needed some more players. And the lobby filled up fast. And, uh, and I tried to boot out the people who didn't have the DLC. Get that DLC. It's like $10. And you need it all. And I tried to get rid of the people who had bad ping. One guy had like a two-second ping. So, But still, we got the game started, and someone didn't have all the DLC, and it was kind of a critical piece of DLC, so the game wasn't as fun. And we played for like 30 or 40 turns, and Chiz and I were both very happy with how the game was going for us. We were both doing really well. We were both dominating. And, uh, and then we had some sort of a disconnect malfunction and then getting like five random kids back in our game and getting the game rolling again took like another half hour, 45 minutes. And then we just gave up and started a whole new game with some new people. And uh, I think that that one also froze and ended. It was just like five hours of just futility. It was uh, it was really terrible. We had that was the worst experience I've had yet playing Civ. It just just the game was just broken when it comes to it is broken when it comes to getting more than like three or four people together for a multiplayer session. It just doesn't work. I played this one time and for like three hours I did nothing but build artillery and infantrymen that I couldn't use. Do you remember that time? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I've yeah. played so many games. Uh, I, I think I've got like, let me, I should look. I should see. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess you have 621 hours. Do you know something I don't know? No, I totally pulled the number out of my hat. Oh, okay. Let me, uh, I, well, I'm in Civ now. Um, hang on a sec. Let's see. Cancel, cancel, cancel. How do I get out of here? Escape. Good call. Um, I can't believe I got that right. Yeah. <laughs> Just a good guess. You know, this game's kind of backwards. Uh, would I find that in Steam? Yes. Okay. Well, then I can just get out of this. I might be able to find it out about you in Steam. I'm going to my library right now. Oh, buddy. 998 hours. Whoa, you are right there. You're almost four digits. I'll, I'll cap that off tonight. Two hours tonight? Uh, I could get in two hours. Uh, two hours in Civ is like 20 minutes in the real world. That's I not really, true. It's, I love that game so much. It's two hours in so, the real world. So here's how it is for me at this point because I've played so many games. Uh -huh. uh, and I play a lot of single player too. The first like 50 turns... It's like I'm, it's like when you're driving in the car and you're not really paying attention. It just kind of happens. Like I know every one of my moves for the first 50 or so turns is just pre-programmed. It's going to be the same t thing every single time, or it's going to be like. What's your opening know, move? You build a worker, build a settler, or settle, uh, build a worker. Scout. Uh, scout. I, I, yeah, I, I go scout, and then um, depending on the environment. Now why scout? Uh, to start getting those ancient ruins That's and, and to start yeah. finding uh, other sieves and other uh, city states. It's all about gold and 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 whoever discovers all the other uh, countries first gets a uh, a bonus in the d diplomacy. I don't remember exactly what it is, but uh, you get to be a host or something or another. But yeah, exploration is really important. You 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 know you can figure out if you need a military because you know there's the Huns are right next door. Uh, so. I'll usually have three or four scouts by the, by the mid-game point of the thing. 
but first I build a scout, and then depend. You know, if I had a bunch of like um, bananas or um, or wheat, I might build a granary. But usually I'll build a shrine first because I like to get my pantheon belief faster than anybody else and get the one I want. And I like to couple the Egyptians with the ancient wonder building pantheon belief, and then couple that with the ancient wonder culture every, belief. Every time and, I play with you and Chiz. You're all like, nah, don't even play the religion game. I would just quit if I was you. I would be my religion. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't listen to us. <laughs> we're on the <laughs> same team. Like, we're fucking liars. Like, <laughs> like, but religion is one of those things that like, even if you're on the same team, it's like somebody's got to be the big guy around here, and it's going to be me. My religion's going to be stronger. Like, like, you want your religion to be stronger because it's just like gold or anything, any other like... Our culture, anything else, you you use you you uh, you uh, you acquire it and then you spend it and it earns you things uh, as you achieve milestones. Uh, it's 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 another important facet of the game. I like religion now. I usually try to be the religion uh, in every game I play. I it, I feel like if I fail at religion, I'm probably not doing too well at the game. Uh, how does religion like what? Why does it matter? <sighs> okay, so um, it. It matters because of the bonuses that it provides you, and you get to choose what those bonuses are when you when you build your religion. You get to decide if right. if um, if, if you salt earn, makes you happy or something like that. Yeah, it, that that's that's more of a pantheon belief, but 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 the religious beliefs are things like um, you get a, a military bonus if you're near a city that shares your religion, or city states who who share your religion. Um, gain uh, like you more or if um uh, or your or your trade routes are are, are better it, it's basically like, it's just like culture it's bonuses that that help your empire but they're they work through through uh faith and faith is spread through either missionaries and prophets going out and actually like converting uh other cities and, and you know uh missionarying and uh you know injecting religion into them or by the the actual religious pressure that is being emanated from your city like radio waves or from trade routes and basically you infect the rest of the planet with your religion uh, by designing it to, to fit the map that you're on and by the end everybody is always uh, of the of the Kyle's cock religion <laughs> I name my religion I name my religion Kyle's cock because I get these notifications that say things like Geneva wants Kyle's cock Belgrade desires Kyle's cock, and I'm just like, ah. Does anybody worship also, Kyle's cause cock? because it, it starts <laughs> off small, but then it grows. Yeah, it, right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, religion is religion's a pretty important part of the game. It's just as important as culture is. It, it's you could, it, it's really important. Hmm. Hmm. It I love that game. Is. I love that game so much. I know it's it's so boring and it's to, to like watch. Uh, I, I, or play I or listen to people talk about it <laughs> how I feel when you guys talk about Civ is how Dude, you feel with when I try and talk about NHL playoffs alright oh, here's that feeling how, how's, how's St. Louis doing eat shit Woody <laughs> go ahead and go fuck yourself oh, every, Louis. every fucking year Every fucking year how are they doing the I mean just tell us I, 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 would you say they're doing they're having a good year this year they had an excellent regular season, Did as they? they always do. And uh -huh. every year, everybody's like, oh, this is when all the analysts, this is the Blues year. This is why they're going to you know, make it through. They're, everything's coming together up St. Louis. And then it's first round every fucking year. They get knocked out, and the whole city's distraught. And I feel sad for it. It ruins like 
days for me. It's not like a, oh, rats. Like, I'm dismayed <coughs> and sad for days. I, like, I talked hey, to people in Ferguson game. and no one gave a shit whatsoever. <laughs> well, Woody, <laughs> we're talking apples and oranges here. <laughs> yeah, but they, uh, they got knocked out by the Minnesota Wild. But, and now, that's the worst thing about getting knocked out in the first round, is now I have to root for them to win it all, because then it makes my team look better if they go on to win everything. You feel me? You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Like a, yeah. No. No, I know exactly no. what you mean. Yeah, it's, it's like, no, if you get knocked out by the Yankees in the first round of the playoffs, then after it's all over, you can be like, you know, how, how the postseason go for your team. Oh, uh, we got knocked out by the Yankees, but shit, they won it all, right? Yeah, it's exactly how it is. I, I understand tried to, the... Like, the, the, raise like, my spirits by watching. You'd be like nobody could stop them that year, you know. Yeah, I hear where you're coming from, but like, like if the Penguins knock out the Flyers, fuck the Penguins under every situation. Fuck the Penguins. It's true. It's a good rivalry there. Yes, the fun rivalry. The Flyers have something like the Penguins haven't beat the Flyers in like the last. T- 10 times they've played or something I like don't it's, know. it's one of the I, longest streaks of a rivalry being so one-sided and one team still doing better than the other because oh, i can't name another se- for people who don't know i don't know how long the how many games in a row it is but i know that the flyers beat the penguins every time this year every single time the flyers beat the penguins now the flyers are at home watching the playoffs mind you <laughs> but yeah. uh uh the penguins can't beat us us i say because i am a part i'm a flyer do you have a shirt you wear around when playoffs season no. turns up? No, I, I don't. Only the years they make it, right? I no. If I were to have a shirt, I would want it to be like an old, like out of fashion one, like a an X logo. It should yeah, say it was like the Broad Street Bullies, like a '70s shirt. That dude, I would want like a Bobby Clark one. Like I think that'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, hey, and I know uh, Kyle was distraught when you guys lost the Thrashers. You sent me a lot of aggravated texts about that. I actually was a little bit. Like, uh, I knew a few of the players. I think there was a Kovalchuk guy or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I, uh, maybe When you Ovechkin. said you knew a few players, I thought you had, like, partied with them or made a video or nah, something. No, no, no. Like, no, I'm just saying that, like, I'm not a hockey plant fan at all. And so just me knowing a few of the players' names means something. Like, like I, I went to a couple of the, I went to two Thrashers games, maybe watched three more on TV. Um, okay. So, yeah, it kind of sucked when they left because if nothing else, it was just kind of cool to go to one. It was just something different to do. I didn't think – I wasn't like, oh, I hope they – Hope they ha- hope they get them into the boards tonight. Like I'm not a fan at all. Like I yeah. I don't know what's going on half the time. Yeah, exactly. To go to yeah. In hockey games though. Yeah, like, nothing like shitty. Drinking an ice things. cold eight dollar beer while you shiver and watch a bunch of behemoths beat each other up on the ice. <laughs> I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that. I <laughs> fun. I don't follow hockey as closely as I used to. It's because I have Netflix instead of like real time TV, so I can't see any of the games live. What if really. Netflix had sports coverage? That oh, would be, that'd be awesome. That would if, be great. It, if, if, if there was Netflix premium and it came with like an MLB package and, and, and they did it the smart way instead of like the way cable companies fuck you, they, they were like, you want MLB? That's, that's, you know, that's $3 a month. You want NFL? That's three more. And like did it like that. That'd be sick. Everybody would like, buy that. I feel like Netflix is, uh, is being really innovative. And they're, have you seen Daredevil? 
No, no. I'm I saw trying that. to watch Where, that with Jack. Guys, it's um, it's the best thing they've ever made. Um, from all the ratings, it's the highest rated show they ever made. Above House of Cards, above Orange is the New Black, above um, Pecky yeah. Blinder. Peaky I was so Blinder. skeptical at first. I was like <laughs> Daredevil, the blind superhero, the Ben Affleck flop. Like I don't want to see a, a show about this guy. It's really fucking good. It's all the actors are very good. The special effects are really good. The the the, the fighting. There's this one shot in like the second or third episode Careful. where basically. You're not gonna I don't ruin think this. I, I don't think this is a spoiler. It's just okay. I'm. He's in a fight scene in a hallway, and uh, it's just him, and he's already been wounded, and he rolls in, and he's wrapped rope around his knuckles and around his wrists like like bracelets all the way up to here I, and and he just walks into this place full of bad guys and just goes ape shit on him like there's no like he doesn't say a word he opens the door they're playing poker and he's just like one two three just like he's just going through and beating them up and there's this scene where like he's in the hallway and and he's completely exhausted and and the whole shot what's is, his there's, superpower it's blindness it's, <laughs> it's he's got super agility uh, super, super amazing balancing skills, uh, and um, he's got this echolocation ability. Uh, basically, all of his other senses are like a thousand times better. So he can see. It's just a weird way of seeing. He he feels pressure waves in the air, heat variations. He can smell things uh, from really far away. He can hear a human heartbeat if it's in the building. Uh, shit like that. So okay. it's better than seeing. So just really athletic and. Perceptive. Yeah, he. It, they estimate that he would be like at peak human, uh, you know, physical strength. He could lift like maybe 400 pounds, something like that. There is one occurrence of him flipping a limousine over, I think, uh, in in his in his past. But that was his greatest feat of strength. But for the most part, it's just the balance and uh, the martial arts. And uh, he can. I mean, he can hear your heartbeat if you're in the room. Like I said, he could smell you from. It's seemingly miles away. It's it's ridiculous some of the stuff he can do. That, Does and he have they, to they make go, noise all the time? Like, no. is he, like, walking around clapping to find bad guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, no echolocation or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> or there was something really... In, he was, ah! yeah. <laughs> they were like, hey, oh, shit, it's... Oh, no, it's my, it's my arch enemy, surround but, sound man. <laughs> but but they, they do a really good job. <laughs> oh, They're, it's... it's it's Bose 5.0. <laughs> Dolby Digital, not again. <laughs> they do a really good shitty. job with the show. I promise you, you should check this thing out. It's one of the best things. Uh, I, I, it's it, it's a very good show. I'm getting close to the end. I got like two episodes to go, I think. Um, I'll say this about it. So I don't know. All right, this isn't a spoiler. It's it's just it's it's just that this is no more a spoiler than me saying that. Um, um, you know who the villain is in a Batman movie. Uh, the villain in the show is Fisk, and Fisk. If you ever watch the cartoons, you're familiar with this guy. He's a big hulking white guy who's like half Donald Trump, half like I don't know, just a really brutal guy, physical guy who who himself is not above beating a man to death with his bare hands. He's a Hulk of a guy, but he's also like a sort of a criminal genius mastermind type character as well. Uh, and he's played, I think, I. I didn't look this up. I was just kind of it, it just looks like him to me by the guy from Full Metal Jacket who plays Private Pile. You remember this guy? Yeah, the big oh, yeah. sort of goofy guy kills himself, right? Yeah, he yeah. plays Fisk. I'm so captivated by the character by the villain in this show that I don't even want to watch Daredevil anymore. I want there to be a new show called Fisk. 
And it's just about Fisk. That's, That's an inventive thing. name. It's about what now? Fisk. <laughs> okay. Like, like, like Wilson Fisk. They, um, I'm going to say the show spends equal time uh, giving the backstory of Daredevil and Fisk. Uh, you spend a lot of time with the bad guy in this show, and you get and and he's such a three-dimensional bad guy. It's uh, I like I like I like Fisk better than I like um, Matt. I, I think which I think is the Daredevil's real name. Uh, it's it's a really good show. All the episodes have been good. Some of the fight scenes are just amazing. I really like the one I was talking about where they're fighting in the hallway, and there's like maybe eight or nine guys plus him. And uh, it's one of those shots where there aren't any cuts in it, and it just keeps going. And he ke he's just exhausted. He's just like leaning against the wall, like, but and they're all like crawling around him and trying to recover. And every now and then, one gets up enough strength to throw another blow at him, and he and he goes from just completely exhausted to just like Matrix style like reflexes and like defeating that opponent, and then back to resting again because he's just fighting so many guys and he's already in bad shape. Uh, there's. There's, I don't know how, what, what more I can say about the show. I, I really Fisk's enjoyed it. Superpower is he just really? Is he just like this universe? No, he's kingpin? just a guy. Yeah, um, yeah, kinda. Yeah, I don't think the kingpin had any. Uh, I'm not sure. I think he is the kingpin, right? I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I could be wrong. I'm, I'm trying to remember cartoons from when I was like ten or eleven, but I think Fisk is the kingpin. Could be. Is this the same universe as other superheroes or? It's Marvel. So yeah, that's all the another other thing. Real superheroes are alive in this reality, they and he's just some blind dude that claps at enemies. Yeah, they reference uh, the second Avengers n New York disaster in this uh, because it's, it's it takes place in Hell's Kitchen, and Hell's Kitchen is all destroyed because you know I don't know Thor threw a worm man into it or something. Kyle's right, Fisk is kingpin. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's it's been. A, I used to watch the Daredevil cartoon when I was a kid, that and Spider Man and all that stuff. It's hard to remember all that stuff. I like it. I, uh, I, now I trust Netflix to do, like, I mean, if Netflix did an X-Men thing, that'd be so cool. I don't know. They, they're doing a really good job with this, though. The I'll try it, it out. I'm trying to think what the maturity level is. There aren't any tits, uh, which it would be great if there were tits. Yeah, they uh, make shows better. Yeah, and, and there aren't any F-bombs, but uh, there's definitely shits and assholes. It's definitely... So I guess it's so kind of not over the top clean of like, well, Dad Gummit Kingpin. <laughs> like no, no, there, there, there's um, old school the, Batman, and there's a lot of gore. And uh, uh, I know, one one thing I noticed was that, like, if a guy gets shot in the head in a car or something, like there's brain matter on the on the window, like there's goop and bone and chunks of hair and shit. Like uh, it's it's Walking Dead esque sometimes with the gore, and I like that too. That really does add to it. Yeah. Like, as far as the story, makes it feel more intense, like there's actually something at risk, instead of him just, like, kerpow, like, beating up a bunch of ruffians that just kind of fall aimlessly about. Yeah, he has a hard time throughout the, throughout the show. He oftentimes uh, gets the shit kicked out of him. It's, it's pretty great. He doesn't have He's super recovery. He's the only recovery. superhero that He's I would rather have normal sight than his powers. Maybe. Um, one thing, I don't know if he has... So I read a little bit about him on, online on Marvel's website, and they didn't mention any kind of a healing factor. And I don't think in the comics he did. But it's seemingly in this show, he's healing up pretty fast. Because it seems like he'll have, between like maybe eight cuts, he'll have 50 stitches, 60 stitches, something like that. 
and he's just like, all right, and he like puts on a button-up T-shirt, and mm-hmm. it's like, go time again. And it's just like, wait a minute, you should be recovering. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> it, it seems like he shakes it off a lot of the time. Um, but I won't spoil anything. Yeah, I'll try that out. I just, I don't know, I'm biased. I don't get into superhero stuff that much. This is not a goofy... They, they reference some stuff, like... So the idea of superheroes is kind of a goofy thing. Like, like they reference that a few times. He's, he, uh, his friends, like, somebody says something like, you know, I thought you, like, pantyhose-wearing types uh, made your own costumes or something like that. They, they talk about that there are superheroes in this world, and, uh, and everybody kind of knows it. It's, it's, it's cool. Hmm. Well, I'll have to invest a little time in that. Yeah, it already got signed on for a second season. I think it's like I think it's like thirteen episodes. They're like fifty something minutes apiece. So it's a lot of content. It's good stuff. Yeah, you should try out Peaky Blinders too if you haven't watched that yet. I've, I've seen it. tried to watch that. I I couldn't stay awake. I watched every episode. I I thought it sucked, but when I looked at the highest rated Netflix stuff ever, like by the users, uh, it it did really well, which makes you want to try it again. How far did you get into it? Maybe first episode or into the first episode. Oh, you got to give it some more time. <clears throat> yeah, that's how that's how Daredevil was. I watched the first episode and I was like, come on, do something. And then the second episode has that crazy fight scene and I was just blown away by it. Peaky Blinders is similar. You know, we, you get a couple episodes in and they start making like attempts on his life and he starts like killing three people in one, in one go and slashing people's faces with those razor blades and eyeballs and shit and we'll people see. get raped and murdered and the, s- the stuff you're saying while it interests me I'm always good for a good rape murder it wouldn't sell Jackie on it so I think- oh it's quite violent there's a lot it's, it's, a, it's a real throat cutter like there's lots yeah. of that. yeah there's lots of liter- there's lots of throats getting slashed uh, in particular, and eyes getting slashed, and like uh, one guy, like they, they just they just saw off half his ear right there, um, like right there on screen. So I thought that was pretty intense. That was really intense for a minor infraction. He was like he was like taking bets, uh, and they they were like taking over his territory. They were just like, ah, Peaky Blinders run this shit now, and he's just like, fuck, you could have just said so. <laughs> 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 like, what's the worst Netflix show they've made so far? Because most oh, of the ones oh, I've seen are- there was one with werewolves, right? That was awful. I didn't see that. Uh, the no, the one about the um, the one that was set in like uh, the guy who explored uh, or whatever. Oh, you Genghis Khan or Genghis Khan or something like that. Uh, no, oh, Marco Polo. Marco Polo. Yeah, I, I think I think that one's pretty crappy. That's an- I could yeah, get I watched that. quite a bit of that. And it wasn't. Do you ever get into those shows where like you kind of just let it run while you're doing other shit? And yeah. I got like six or seven episodes into it before I was just like, "This is just bad. I'm not entertained. I'm not paying attention. This dude Vikings is just." Is better. Yeah, I haven't seen Vikings. It's better than Marco Polo. Yeah, Marco Polo is pretty piss poor, which sucks because you can tell they put quite a bit of money into it. But they yeah. are Netflix, so they can probably afford it. So Pompadou, Ooh, I guess, is the worst rated than Southcliff. Vegetales in the House, I don't know that one. A tie for twenty third place: Inspector Gadget, Richie Rich, Russell Peters versus Third World. Um, what is Pompadou? I don't know. That's the lowest rated one. <clears throat> it's a big tie. Nineteenth, thirteenth place is a big tie, and Arrested Development is in there. I kind of liked Arrested Development, the TV show. And then when it came out for Netflix, it was like, uh, I don't know. It lost its magic to me. 
Hemlock. That's the one I was talking about. That sucks. Ah, okay. I haven't seen that. Lilyhammer was okay. Trailer Park Boys was good, but not to me great. Hemlock Grove, it was called. Have you seen the latest season of, of Trailer Park Boys? Because I thought it was pretty good. The Still one no. where, you need to get on that. Yeah, that's the one where they've, uh, like, J-Rock has his own brand of vodka. It's, it's blue. Uh, and uh, at one point, Jim Leahy is in. He's got a he's got a pool inside his trailer. He's it's full of J Rock's like blue colored liquor, uh, and it has died. It. it has dyed all of his skin blue. He's no. been in it. He's been in it so long. He has the top half of a mannequin and <laughs> in there with him because Randy's left him and he's drawn a goatee on it like Julian's and he's taken like a drill with one of those like wood cutting bits and drilled a hole in the mouth and he's just like Julian <laughs> and he's like tongue in the mannequin while he's in there and and like then that. They they go a lot farther than they'd ever gone before, and I didn't think that was possible because there's been some <laughs> weird gay sex uh, like happening on all kinds of like costumes and stuff. Uh, at one point, all Jim Leahy is wearing is a toilet uh, toilet um, paper roll like around his cock, and that's it. Where like, where are the balls? They're just hanging there. <laughs> See, this but, isn't selling me. <laughs> <laughs> you have to keep in mind. Like you only see that because the camera, the camera crew, and plus like Julian or Ricky, I don't remember which, like stumble into the apartment, and Jim is like half dressed. No, Jim is wearing nothing but that, and Randy's was like dressed as like a beekeeper or something, with like his pants pulled down around his ankles, passed out too. Like they stumbled into some weird dress-up sex show where they were both passed out. It was, uh, it was funny. Um, oh God. Ricky's Ricky's daughter is now pregnant, so that's a thing. Uh, Ricky's gonna be a grandfather, and he's trying to provide for the grand the grandchild, and like come up with a suitable living condition for it. Uh, oh, it it's a good season. I thought it was quick update, top tier for them. Quick update on Chris Hansen. Uh, it still hasn't written us. Mm. So just so you know, that would make him a Lord of the Rings and a half late. <laughs> so that's inexcusable. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I got the extended version. I don't know about that. All right. Lord of the Rings in the third. You gotta watch the extended version. It's, it's I've seen them. Oh, okay. I've got them. Yeah, some people haven't seen them. It's much better. You get to see them like handing out the Lambus bread or whatever, and everybody gets their cloaks, uh, and you know what all that stuff means later in the show. Whenever they have a close up of like, uh, you know, the clasp of a cloak or something. You gotta watch the extended versions. They're only like twenty or thirty minutes longer. All right. What's the first sex scene you watch with your parents? Uh. Probably some home video. Who knows? Your parents' home video of them having sex? No, of course not. No, I don't know. I don't remember which one. I was probably too young to know, and it was probably uncomfortable for them. Like, is he going to remember this? Is he going to know? Is he going to ask? I don't I know. Have no idea. Thanks have for hitting no it idea. back, Taylor. Thanks for hitting I'm it sorry. back, Kyle. This is, this is not something that I that like was seared in my mind. I think I usually like. I think I was always pretty careful to avoid that from happening. Um, I always had a TV and, and, and a VCR and or DVD player in my bedroom, so like, I would usually watch stuff alone anyway. I, I don't, I don't. Um, I was with my grandmother when we watched Alien uh, Resurrection, which is Alien Four, and they don't show it, but it's heavily implied that that uh, Ripley's character, the character of Ripley, is like like has sex with the alien queen, and somehow they have some sort of 
lesbian like love child that's like uh, uh, that's like just mutinous. That horrible pale skinned half human half alien creature at the end of that movie. Um, what? So that's about <laughs> I as close. And I had to explain that to my grandmother. Like at, we're like leaving. She's like, well, I don't understand. Like. Where did that thing? Did they have sex? And I was like, and me and my like pop are both just like, yes, yes. And I'm like, <laughs> like, like I was like 12 and I and I, and I caught it. Like I don't think Woody would have picked it, picked up on it either. He's <laughs> yeah, I'm slow with that. But <laughs> I like, I watched um, Blue Lagoon. Do you guys even know that movie with like, yeah, I've seen Brooke Blue Shields? Lagoon. Brooke Shields. She's underaged and very naked, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, is that when it's her and the guy on the island, and it's a lot of sexual exploration? That's right. Yeah. For some reason, I was watching Blue Lagoon with my parents on like oh, Betamax <laughs> way back in the day, and uh, you know, I think it was like like it wasn't planned. They didn't know it was that sexy, and it's just like, well, shit, we're all in this pretty deep now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like there it is, and uh, like there was a scene where um, the boy—I forget what his name is—but he holds up coconuts. He's like, "I see you." And he's like got like coconuts and like make believe boobs or something, and she's mad. And, and she was like, "I see you," you know. And she basically described him masturbating. Like, I saw you. What happens when you get this? And I saw what happens when you play for it for too long. And it's like, ooh, I didn't even know at the time, but uh, I did get the full on sex they had. Uh, at one point, he laid on top of her, and they were both like, you know. And then you could see he went in her, not, not like porn view, but. Like it was clear that suddenly they had transitioned from, uh, from, I think they were fighting, and then they went to sex. Hmm. So that was my yeah. That do you, so, what was the first time your kids watched a pretty graphic sex scene with you? I want to know what it's like on the other side of that that curtain. Uh, shucks, I don't even know. I'm sure it's happened. Uh. I mean, what happens now is like she'll watch. I, I catch Hope watching something that is like ninety nine percent innocent, and then the one time I walk in the room, I'm like, "Really?" And she's like, "Dad, I swear this is not what the, this doesn't represent what the show is like. It's funny, you know. There's lawyers and there's cases, and and then what's happening right now? First time it's happened in four episodes. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the, I, I catch the poor girl in that sort of scenario too much. That's unfortunate. And nothing with with Colin yet that you recall. No, I don't think so. Colin's into really innocent stuff. Guinness Book of World's Record mostly lately. It's a good book. <laughs> yeah, he's all you know. Large. He knows like every record in there, and uh, he gets really excited them. And he always tells me like, "Oh, Kyle's back. Do not." try this at home and but the way he says it implies like well if you're not at home fuck it so it's like he thought that he found a loophole in there <laughs> yeah don't try it at home it's right like, dad <laughs> do not do <laughs> this at, at a friend's home. house yeah exactly that, that, that's that's like the unspoken implication and you know, like, like do not do this at home and but don't run around your pool right dad <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we're talking about how Collins into the Guinness Book of World's Record. Guinness Book of World's Records. He's a big fan. Largest gape, widest tongue, bunch of stuff. And he, they have a bunch of, they Largest have a big gape. Yeah, apparently a gape is how open you can make your mouth. Oh, aha. I was thinking of a, a, a I guess a subgenre that, <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty awful. <laughs> I can't imagine them putting that in the book. I could. 
<laughs> that would oh that would be a great oh great i just book. realized you're Guinness talking World about Records. rear ends yeah xxx yeah just a like, whole coffee i want a whole coffee table book of just buttholes just just, <laughs> just blown out just real big there's one of vagina vaginas and madonna made it and she slipped her own vagina in there i know oh is it like a where's waldo kind of guessing thing or is it <laughs> like she tells you i don't know i don't have the book but uh she said that she put her own vagina in there and made a book of vaginas so that girls everywhere would know that their vagina was okay. Wow, that doesn't seem attention-seeking. Seems really selfless. I, yeah, there's a big, there's a big think, movement to make women with ugly pussies feel good about it. I, I, I think she may have had a profit motive. Oh, she may have. Because yeah. if someone made a book called, like, you know, Kyle's Big Book O'Cox... <laughs> now, I just made this so that little boys can look at all these dicks and say, hey, <laughs> looks kind of like mine. Funny you should mention that. Coming this fall. Coming this fall in paperback. <laughs> Kyle's going to outsell Bye Bye Bad Diet. <laughs> uh, did you see that, that uh, Protein World uh, thing that happened? So I guess no. this place yes. called Protein World, the fitness. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. They, they, they make like fitness products like, like protein powder and shit. Uh, they had this whole sort of fat shaming ad campaign, and it it they got so much attention. It was I think about like is, are you, is your body beach body ready or something like that? Is your body beach ready? It was the thing they kept asking. No, I'm not sure. I think they had something a little bit more edgy than that, uh, and um, and they got a lot of a uh, lot of hate and a lot of attention by it. And I think they did like 20 million in sales in like a couple of days. Got like oh. 132 million impressions on their website or something like that. So why were people mad? Um, it seems like. Are you beach body ready? Is the poster. Do you have the Do you have a picture of it? I do. Let me share it with everybody. Let's see. Someone got mad about this. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, to be more pro fatty. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I see now. <laughs> yes, we are beach body ready. How much insecurity does this scream of where it's like no one can even suggest that they might prefer a higher standard of fitness than you without you feeling so bad that you have to make a counter ad campaign through Dove? Campaign it, for it's real not a ca- what No, it's not. It's, it's the opposite, I think. I, I th- no, I it think says, that- yes, we are beach body ready. Like, <laughs> be confident, even if you're fat. Oh, I see. Well, that's yeah. So they're saying like my body's just as good. No, fuck that. This chick down here in the bottom is fucking stacked. She's looking yeah. great. She works. She, you can tell she works hard for that. And I, this is like the perfect thing for people to get mad at this because the people who are mad about it aren't buying protein shakes or workout supplements or any of their products, and they wouldn't choose to at any juncture because they don't live their life like that. Hey, so basically, the girl. You scroll down. It's Renee Summerfield. She's twenty-four. And you can see her uh, down here just hanging out on the beach on another day, I suppose. She is beach body ready. She is beach body ready. Look yeah. at this. If you scroll down, you can see someone who like plastered up. Well, looks just like a big note card over it and says like, your body is fine just as it is. Yeah. And it's underlined for just to be like, just as it is. You don't need to better yourself. You don't need to make an effort. You're good already. Number two, whatever it looks like, your body is not a commodity commodity well it seems that okay whatever well, it seems it like seems the hate like it's a commodity for living yeah and then hashtag everybody's ready hashtag everyday sexism what <laughs> does that mean everybody's ready 
everybody's ready for the beach? Yeah, I guess if all everybody's it takes to have a beach body is show up at the fucking beach, then yeah, everybody's ready except for the people who are too big to get out of their house without a crane. But the reason we have wordplay and euphemisms like beach body is so we don't have to say, you know, are you a big fat piece of shit? Yeah? Well, you should look less gross. That's not a very good campaign. Like, this, is, this is silly. Well, you tell them, Merka. This is, no, but like this, when I looked at it, it's like, how could someone be offended by this at all? It's like, you're trying to motivate people to better themselves. Hmm. And I, uh, make money, but whatever. I'm glad they made a lot of money. That's good. Yeah, good for them. I, uh, I'm always on fat people hate, so I, uh, I, and I saw this was on there a good bit, so. I, yeah, if I, fat people hate's gotten redundant, not redundant, repetitive for me. Hey, you get a you get a good one every now and then. I'm sure, but yeah, I just feel like I've I've seen it. Uh, sorry, I'm doing the doing the scene, making Kyle look right. Sorry about that. I don't know why. It just it, it just keeps dropping in and out. Um, I think it's it's just the internet. I guess I don't know what the deal is. I don't know why I have to keep fixing it. I feel like I fixed this shit like four times tonight, and. Uh, it seems like when you're here, there's one thing, and when you're not here, there's another thing. Why does it keep changing all night long? Uh, I'm not sure, but you know, this. I just realized something. I think that event. I think that the uh, Daredevil uh, series came out when it did, so the events in Avengers three uh, take place after Daredevil. <coughs> I think they did that on purpose. Has Has anyone seen Avengers three? Wait, is it out? I didn't it even is, know right? it was out. I thought it was. We're supposed it, to see it next weekend with friends. Hmm. I want to go What's see it. What's the story behind this one? I have no idea. It's Age of Ultron. So I'm, I, I thought in the comic books that Ant-Man made Ultron. Ant-Man did make Ultron to run his criminal prison. But uh, in, in, the, in the movie, Tony Stark had made this uh, artificial intelligent robot uh, called Ultron. And it's sort of um, artificial, gonna, artificial intelligence gone awry. It's kind of that kind of a story. Uh, so now he wants to destroy all humanity. So that's what's going Is on. Is poor man's Legolas in this one? Or did they get rid of him? <laughs> yeah, he's in this one. Yeah. Oh, I saw a great uh, internet video earlier. It was, um, they basically pointed out, they were like, why doesn't Tony Stark make Iron Man suits for all the Avengers? <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. Uh, and they, they got, it boiled down to uh, like Tony Stark was just so egotistical that he couldn't stand to be one-upped. And it had like war, you know, the black guy who's War Machine, he's like, come on, Tony. What happened last year in New York? Shit was blowing up. Everybody's dying. You couldn't get on the phone? I could have been there. I could have been there. He's like, you're just jealous. You don't want anybody to see me. He's like, I got a more tactical mind. I got the military training, the experience. I'm cool under pressure, and I don't have your, all your personality disorders. I'm a better Iron Man than you. And like, it, it was a good video. It, it was pretty I good. I can't and, wait to see it. Was it college humor, you said? Uh, I don't know who made it. It was in that, it was in that like style. And at the end, like he's like, fine, go down to the basement. Everybody take a suit. You'll come running back to me. So they all go get themselves Iron Man suits. It's great. Very good. <laughs> I don't know if the Hulk would do well with an Iron Man suit. No, I don't know if there's, he, he probably doesn't need one. Yeah, he seems fine. No, he seems pretty set. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, un is the Hulk stronger than... Oh, never mind. I was about to ask Superman, but he's in a different universe. My bad. Yeah. The, the Hulk is as strong as he needs to be. He has... He, his, yeah, right? His, his strength is controlled by, his, the, by how angry he is. So the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets. 
I, yeah, I, I kind of knew that, but I, I just wondered like, and has, the bigger he gets, where's the upper limit? Like, has it been, what's the upper limit that we've discovered so far? Well, what we want to do is go to marvel.com. They, right. they have, all, they, they did the math. They did the math. Wow. I wonder how he gets himself angry or trains for it. Like if he has a bunch <laughs> of music on his iPod that he hates. <laughs> he only watches shows that he doesn't like. He's a staunch conservative, and he just yells at MSNBC every night. <laughs> oh, it does horseshit! Horseshit! Just <laughs> All right, preparing, here. learning current events. All right, here you go. I'll link you guys directly to the Hulk. I'm there. So... Resistance to temperature, mind control, nuclear explosions, poisons, and all diseases... Yeah. It's good stuff right there. Regeneration of limbs and vital organs. The Hulk possesses an incredible level of superhuman physical ability. His capacity for physical strength is potentially limitless due to the fact that the Hulk's the Hulk's strength increases proportionally with his level of great emotional stress, anger in particular. The Hulk uses his superhumanly strong leg muscles to leap great distances. Uh known to cover hundreds of miles in a single bound, and once leapt almost into orbit around the Earth. The Hulk can also use his superhumanly leg muscles. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how it's written. Superhumanly leg. Yeah. <laughs> to run at super speeds. Although his legs have limitless strength, he does not have limitless speed, and once he reaches a certain speed, his legs become too strong and destroy the ground, giving him no friction to run on. Therefore, he jumps to travel. The Hulk can slam his hands together and create a shockwave. <laughs> like, it, it's just, the shockwave can deafen people. Why doesn't he do that immediately? <laughs> know, that's, that's like, like that's every, the last resort. That's a first every fight, every fight begins with, boom, you're all deaf, let's go. <laughs> yeah, but then, uh, then Daredevil can't see. So, <laughs> there's that. Yeah, yeah. he takes Daredevil right out. Mm -hmm. uh, Sonic booms from his claps. Well, that's great. Mind so control, the, the nuclear explosions. is just gone when he runs too fast. So he figured out the neat science trick uh, that friction doesn't matter if you just jump. Well, he, he, his feet are running so fast that they just destroy the ground underneath them. It's not tough enough to, to provide resistance against his feet. So it just it, he's just cutting a hole into the ground, basically. So he just starts digging real quick. Basically. Yeah, so there's a yeah, green, a yeah. green Savage Hulk and a green Professor Hulk. Now, I don't know about all that. There's a Red Hulk. That's that's all I know about. I don't know. There's a Gray Hulk too. But Bruce Banner weighs 128 pounds. Yeah, it's so he's five nine and a half as Banner and weighs 128 pounds. This guy is emaciated. Yeah, that's a really small guy. Yeah, that's why they had. Um, um, What's his name playing him originally? They had uh, Edward Norton playing him. No, they had Keanu Reeves originally, right? Uh, I don't know about that, but Martin Ruffalo plays him now, and he's, he's definitely not that size. I wish they had gotten Edward Norton to come along with this whole Marvel ride. I don't know why he had to be a dick. I think he wanted more money. Yeah, as I think about it, Edward Norton would have been great. Yeah, imagine him thrown into this cast. I mean, Martin Ruffalo's great. He really is a great actor, but Edward Norton's uh, on another level, I feel like. Yeah, Edward Norton is one of the greats. Hmm. Yeah, he'd add, he would add a lot to these Avengers movies. Yeah, because like, right now I feel like Tony Stark is the only guy with really good acting chops. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm wrong. It, it, Renner, who Renner, am I missing? Um, Hawkeye can act. 
I, I don't okay. Know. It wasn't obvious in the Avengers. I know it's not, um, but he can. Mm-hmm. Wait, well, was the best part of his acting when he was looking stern in the ship, or was it when he was looking stern with his aiming face every <laughs> other scene? I was thinking back to Hurt Locker, which one? Oh, the- yeah, he's a good actor, but that character sucks. Yeah, that character sucks. It's it's stupid. It's, I, I think it's it's almost like it was budgetary. It, it was like when they first started this thing out, they were like, all right, we're going to do a version of the Avengers. Well, which version? We're going to do like the, the semi-expensive one. We got most of the heroes, but no Ant-Man right off the start. And no, um, there, there's several more characters that, that should be in there with them that I feel like they aren't there just for budgetary reasons. Because they didn't know this thing was going to be that big. I don't know why they did it this way, because Ant-Man is supposed to be directly involved with the Avengers from the beginning. What does Ant-Man do? He, uh, he, he organizes them, if I remember correctly. Like, or- organizes uh, ants? He, uh, he, no. he collects the food, and he brings it back no, to the company. No, he organizes <laughs> the Avengers, like, like the Avengers like Initiative, the whole thing. So, um, his powers are... He walking has, and um, carrying. He, he well, he can communicate with ants, so that, that, is, that is an interesting Thank thing. Thank God. And control them. But he can also shrink himself down to the size of an ant while maintaining uh, like his superhuman strength. So as an ant, something that can like zip around the room really quickly and you can't even see it, he can like throw a punch that would knock you out and stuff like that. So um, that's all that I can think of that he can do. Although my only like Ant-Man knowledge comes from Watch Mojo videos and the Avengers cartoon series that I watched on Netflix. He's also a wife beater, but they're they're gonna edit that right out of the Paul Rudd movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Paul Rudd will do a good job as a superhero. Um, I think it might be Marvel's first flop, or it might be a new quirky type of Marvel movie, much like uh, we saw with Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I I didn't think Guardians was gonna be a big movie, but I watched it, loved it, and it did, it was super successful. Um, maybe Ant-Man does the same, but I just think the name Ant-Man just seems so lame. It is lame. His uh, powers Ant- sound pretty lame, too, where it's like, how are they going to show that on screen? Where it's like, oh, you, you see bad guys flying around, but trust me, he's, he's a little ant, and he's doing all this. Like, no, I've seen, I, no, I've seen that. I've seen some of the action shots in the trailer. It, it looked pretty cool. He's, like, flying around, and he's in the Ant-Man suit, and... It looked pretty cool. I'm, I'm going to go see it. I, I'll see how it is. Um, I guess the, mo- the movie I'm most excited about, though, is The Hateful Eight. Did you guys see the trailer for that? The Quentin Tarantino Western? When's that come out? Um, Christmas? That'd be nice. I'm, I'm excited he about Star Wars. Christmas releases. It's going to be a long time for Star Wars. Yeah, it is. That, I'm excited for that, too. That should be good. Hateful Eight. Can we watch the trailer for it, or could we not do that? I'm nervous about that. Yeah, yeah I probably shouldn't. Uh, I think it's coming out 2015. Oh, wow. I actually haven't even seen this trailer. I'll, I guess I'll watch it after the show. All right. Yeah. Well, all right. Wild card. We want to thank you guys for watching our show tonight. We especially want to thank our sponsors, Crunchyroll and uh, Squarespace.com. Go check them out. There's links down in the description below. I apologize for my internet being shitty tonight. Um, Hopefully, we won't have this issue in the future. I apologize on behalf of Chris Hansen, who completely set us up uh, unprofessionally. Uh, He said he was going to come, and then suddenly, when it was showtime, him and his agent, Radio Silence. So, uh, 
But yeah, that was really shitty. That's a bit yeah. of, that's horse shit right there. And um, we waited for like an hour and a half before we started the show. And we don't mm-hmm. have a guest. So uh Hopefully you liked it. Coupon code PKA. <laughs> Thanks guys. <laughs>